Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Are we recording? Are we ready to go? Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Sure. Andy let's says do let's it. go. Okay. Good. Sorry. <laughs> now we're ready. Now I'm ready. Okay, just let me know. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy Ross. Hello, guys. And first time on the show, Bob Heister. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Bob. Good. Am I pronouncing your last name right? Is it Heister? No, no, it's Heister, but everybody messes it up, so I've just learned to accept it. <laughs> wait, wait, what is it? Heister? Heister, yeah. There, okay. It's opposite so- of what it really looks like, the way it's spelled, but, you know. So phonetically, I'm writing it out as H E E E S T R S T E R. Yeah, Easter. that works. There we go. All right. So welcome to episode number 134, Listener Series Volume 13 with Bob Heaster. Hey, Bob. So how bad have people screwed up your name? Oh, it's bad. I mean, I get. What's the I worst? Get, I want to hear. Uh, I'm trying to think. For a while, every time I went to events, I'm trying to remember who it was. H O D, I guess. Uh, they kept calling me Keister. <laughs> uh, That's what I was thinking about. I was gonna say that was. I, I think I was Matt Graham down there. Kept calling me Keister. Oh, I can so, see. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of funny, but hey, I've, I've heard all kinds of weird pronunciations and stuff of it. I usually just tell people it's Easter with an H. If they spell it wrong, that's fine. Whatever. You have gotten Tischler. Where there's no I or L in my name, I don't know how people get that. Better than having a last name that's more D A U L is. Hey, easy. I had to mess it up because uh, Frank was talking shit about it. <laughs> He's like, oh, you got it better than Steve says it. Okay, fine. I'll really mess up your name going oh, forward, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's see how everyone reads. <laughs> Who would like to go first? How about you go first, uh, Steve? Uh, okay, sure. I took a no fly this week. Didn't get a chance to fly at all this weekend, which sucked, but it's all good. Got a time, got got a good chance to you know hang out with the family um, on Saturday, and then I went to go see that Formula Electric race in Brooklyn on Sunday. But I did get a chance to work on my scale heli a little last night, so I did get a chance to wrench a little, and I basically took all the windows out of it and painted it black, so I could just black them out and put them back on. So I got that on, and I got the windows back glued in. So hopefully, um, it kind of looks cool. But I noticed that I'm actually missing a whole bunch of windows for the side doors. So on the uh, Augusta 109, there's like the the front two doors, and then there's like a back sliding door that has two windows on it itself. And I don't have any of the plexi for that. So I'm gonna have to figure out something. I don't know. Take like a Coke bottle or something, and see if I can maybe cut out some windows or get some thin plexi or some type of uh that type of you know plastic and maybe get a sheet of it and see if i can mold some of it because it is on a little curve so it's gonna be quite interesting trying to uh diy something yeah dude if you heat that up you could probably mold it a little bit if it's not too bad if it's not like a convex curve if just bent one way that's pretty easy yeah i think it's kind of like bent like you know like a bottle right like a coke bottle is kind of if you cut it cut like a square out of it it'll have like a little curve to it and you can kind of i want to see if i could maybe flatten that out a little with uh, like a hair dryer because a heat gun will just melt the thing i'm so i'm not gonna try to do it but something like where i can apply very little heat slowly yeah see if i could do that um maybe i'll try ribers technique and put it on a, a flat <laughs> grill 
<laughs> Inside joke, I guess. Uh, I haven't posted that picture yet. That's why. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I will, but we'll so see. how was that race, dude? Auto race was cool, man. I mean, first of all, the the electric cars are fast, but they're not the same. In no way. I mean, not that I've seen a Formula One race in person, but I can only imagine the the roar and the loud, like you know, whine that these you know F one cars do, while you hear like. Like you just hear like this weird like electric motor noise. It's like a brushless motor, basically. But they're quick, and you know, nonetheless, they were like right on the wall. There were some incidents, of course. Um, being a road course, you know, there's not much runoff, so so there was some rubbing. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was great. It was kind of weird because I, you know, we went there, we got there early. There was like no one there. It was weird, and then they're like. We got to clear the grandstands because there's a storm coming. All right. You know, there's a little town with all these little boots and stuff to check out. And so you're kind of walking around and stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, all right, we need everyone to evacuate. What? Jeez. There's a storm coming. (laughs) What kind of storm is coming? There's a thunderstorm of lightning. So everyone needs to evacuate. And we're like, okay, so that way we could just stand outside. And I'm thinking, well, (laughs) we're standing outside and we, we like, get hit by lightning or something they're not liable so i'm sure it's a pure liability um reason that they kicked everyone out uh so i ended up going back to my job to meet up with my other co-worker and then we came back and they're like oh it opened back up the race went on exactly the same time it was supposed to go on so you know so it was cool and the race was short it was 43 laps but it was only an hour long you oh, know wow. so it's only, i think the Pole took was like I think the the guy who took pole position was like a minute and twelve seconds or a minute and thirteen seconds. So you think that's the fastest lap, you know? However they do it, but it's different because in Formula One, as they go around the track, they burn the gas and they go faster. This, you know, you know, with electric uh, electric helicopters, they don't get lighter <laughs> as as we fly them longer. So, you know, it's 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 interesting. It's very, uh, I guess. Uh, Kind of like bracket racing. It's just kind of like the same laps over and over. The times don't really get better. They actually get a little worse with tire wear. So, mm-hmm. But it was an interesting race, and it was fun to see. And I got a, quite a bit of uh, good pictures with my new camera. So I was excited about that, kind of getting some action shots of these cars doing, you know, over 140, 150 miles per hour on the straight. So. Jeez. Yeah, that's, yeah, they moved. Yeah. That's moving pretty good. I, I saw a video. It didn't look like they were going that fast, but it's probably deceiving on the video. I think on my Facebook page, you'll see the uh, there's a couple of video clips that I posted with like a couple of the photos mm-hmm. I took off my phone, and you see him like I have like the phone kind of like near the the rail, the fencing or whatever, and you see him like zoom, 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 you know, going by. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Who'd like to go next? I'll go next. All right, Kevin, what's up? Uh, I fixed my Oxy two fifty five. I took it down to the local park. Got a couple flights in and uh, nice. It's really about all I did, and uh, I ordered some more parts from Oxy. I don't know. It's starting to become a blur where I'm ordering parts, and then parts show up, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember ordering that. And I'm like, that's <laughs> right. I'm, no, no. Maybe that's the problem. I wasn't drinking. Yeah. I don't know. I think so, you remember better when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was... Uh, I started to put together another one just because I had so many spare parts left over, and uh, so I've been like slowly getting stuff, but it was funny because I sent you guys a picture. One of the main 
bearing blocks in the oxy, the this, the middle one, I kind of bent upwards, I guess, a while ago and never noticed it. And I just like all the times I'm swapping the main gear out because I'm grinding that up. I just lowered the, the little clamp on the top under the swash plate down and I kept flying it. And it, I don't know. And then one day I noticed, wow, there's a lot of play. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like bent, like concave. Uh, so I ordered a new one of those. Very strange. Very strange that the middle one, because usually you would think it'd be, oh, I guess, yeah. I mean, the middle one's what the, the main gear rests on. So, yeah, I guess I could see that. But bent upwards was weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Know. Strange. It, it kept flying. I didn't know any difference until I actually noticed it. So, you know, those damn oxys, man. They were talking about smaller helis on, uh, on full pitch just recently. And I, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't know. I just love them. I just have such a good time with it. So I don't know. I keep flying it. And plus the parts are dirt cheap, you know? Yeah, for sure. And Luca makes a great, great heli. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've been doing, man. I, I really, I've been looking at the, the plane that I 3D printed and I've still got to finish that. I know I got to get that going and it's just going to be like, hopefully August isn't killer. I can at least maybe come down to the field in the seventies or eighties and not a lot of humidity and get that, you know, flight in on that. That's really close. I just got to do it. It's just things have been so crazy and so busy with work and everything. And it's just life has been crazy lately. So. I haven't really had a chance to do much. Yep. Uh, so that's all I did. Uh, just talking about full pitch real quick. Um, do want to make a correction. Last episode, yeah. we were talking about uh, the extra person <laughs> or the new person on the show. And it is Scott Lowe from uh, uh, Cajun Heli, I believe, right? Yes, that's right. I was going to bring that up, actually. Uh-huh. We, we got it wrong. It is Scott. Kevin got I'm- it right. Kevin did get it right. Yeah, but then yeah, he changed yeah. his answer to James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, got- I didn't get it right. You got peer pressured. Yeah, you got two of us saying, no, 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 I don't think I said, okay, maybe it was. <laughs> it's John or James. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, <laughs> who wants to go next after Kevin here? Uh, I'll go. Um, I ended up getting a vinyl cutter last week. Got oh, yeah. The, uh, the Silhouette Cameo 3. Nice. And I really like it. It, it works way better than I expected, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, the software with it's not terrible. I mean, it actually works pretty decent. So, uh, I've been playing around with that, cutting out some pilot stickers and, uh, uh, put the lettering on some of our business trucks with it and, uh, just, you know, learning the ins and outs and, uh, doing some practice cuts and stuff. But yeah, having a blast with that thing. Nice. Still playing around with the fonts for the pilot, uh, stickers but um, yeah it you know when it gets small yeah trying to figure out you know the size i need and the font and to make the the letters thick enough to where they're not such a pain you know right. when they're real small and thin they're sort of aggravating yeah they pick up right when you're trying to weed the the extra bits out right right yeah. and um but anyway so i'm playing around with that nice um yeah met up with a buddy uh last weekend at our club field and um i flew my uh protos max on 6s for the first time Ooh. oh cool yeah I, I never played around with that so i um soldered up a jumper and uh threw a 5000 in there and um it was, it was really fun with my gearing i ended up around 1300 1250 1300 
mm-hmm. the head speed and it would drop down to about 11, almost down to a thousand if you, you know, really did a hard climb out or something. But mm-hmm. so, I mean, it was cool. You, you know, you're almost to that point where you can start to see the blades. Yep. And uh, being that it's all belt drive, you know, like the Protoss is, it's virtually silent. So I was just cruising around, just doing some light 3D and stuff, but having a blast. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I was unsure how well it would work because it's, it's a little bit of a heavier model. Right. But once you take that one battery out, I mean, it's it, it flies good. So it was it was fun. So did you see any difference if you, like, lowered the head speed or on your – 12s setup versus like a lower head speed on the 6s like you mean just flying a low head speed with 12s versus going with the 6s yeah just or maybe i i said that wrong maybe like your normal on your 12 versus what you would consider normal on the 6 yeah uh i've i've been all the way down to like 1450 1500 on the 12s but um and it, it flies fine but um, once you take that battery out, that's a good bit of weight to come out of there. So it, when at that very low head speed, it it actually flies better on the 6s than okay. trying to get that low on 12. Mm, uh, definitely, of co- yeah. Of course, if you're you know if you're going on up 1600, 1700, it it's you know obviously a lot more power and a lot faster um, on the 12s than the six but it it it's cool just to everything's kind of in slow motion kevin so like your normal whatever maneuver you would do it's about 30 40 percent slower at that low of a head speed it's it's kind of neat yeah i gotta give that a try one of these days you get low head speed with your logo 690 but yeah you're doing it with an extra pack um quick question andy what was your flight times like should have been a lot longer I think I flew around six and a half, seven minutes, and I still had plenty of battery. I could probably get, uh, I didn't try, you know, go all the way down to 20%, but I would say eight minutes, probably nine minutes. Mm, nice. So, not, which I can, on my, like a low, like a 1500 on my setup. Mm-hmm. The way I'm geared and everything, I can get a good seven minutes of just kind of sport flying around anyway. So it it I don't think it would double that, but it definitely bring me up maybe eight, maybe nine minutes. Mm, yeah, uh, that Kevin, that six ninety would be awesome. Yeah, like, uh, take one pack out and just, just you don't even really have to change anything on your governor. It's just going to go. Basically, hundred percent throttle. hundred percent. Yep. And just cruise around. It it'll be so light. It would really work good. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta give that a try. Yeah. One thing I do recommend is uh, when you go low head speed like that, it's good to add like a couple, you know, maybe like a point five to a degree of pitch because uh, it does help with that low head speed, especially when you're trying to stop the heli. Yeah. Before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing like just playing around with some, like TikToks and stuff, and mm-hmm. it it just about takes all the pitch i had in there you right. know to if if you uh you get moving pretty fast you can't stop it as quick <laughs> as you can right. with the higher speed you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta kind of plan ahead fly a little bit in front of it but but yeah it's fun i'm gonna keep i'm gonna play around with it some more nice yeah i don't get too crazy not with cool. the 690 yeah bob how's your week been uh it's been good I was actually able to get out, do a little flying over the weekend, enjoy myself, bake in the sun for a little while. 
mm-hmm. trying to get some things tested and fixed before Archer coming. Nice. Had to get my son's uh, T-Rex 700 kind of in flying shape again after a small incident in Ohio a couple weeks back. So we've got that going again. So it's kind of a troublesome time when you have a heli that you don't know exactly why it went in. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was flying. He went, no sooner took off, went into aileron TikToks, and it just shut down. So we couldn't figure out exactly what happened, but uh, I kind of went through everything looking for the gremlins. Mm-hmm. We tested it out. We seemed to be good to go again. So just kind of in, in urcha mode right now, getting things ready to go. Cool. Working on, working on my hard hardcore uh, hovering skills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always working on that. <laughs> That's right. Gotta have good fundamentals. Get that That's forty-five. Right. Yeah, get that forty-five degree hover down pat. Gotta have good fundamentals. Steve, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> fundamentals. Yeah, there you go. That sounded right to okay, me. Okay, Kevin Tishner. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's go into our main topic here. So let's get to know Bob Heaster. All right. I told you everything. Thank you. Have a good night. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Now that everyone knows Bob, right. <laughs> no. So uh, first of all, Bob, where are you where are you from? Uh, I am from Reading, Pennsylvania. Oh, eastern, Reading, eastern nice. side, yeah, not too far, an hour outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. I went to go see a, a band out there in Reading. Oh yeah, anything good? Uh, Perfect Circle. Oh. Yeah, they were playing out there. Oh, cool. So um, that's right no, by Hershey Park, there, right? Nothing good. Uh, we're, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour from Hershey Park. Not everyone can listen to metal, Kevin. 24-7? Yeah. I thought Kevin listened to Britney Spears. Oh, in the closet, why he does. But oh, okay. In public, he's no, all about metal. Maybe thin Britney Spears, which ever since she got fat, I can't listen to her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Nice>. Sorry. <laughs> wait, Sorry, wait Britney. a second. You don't have a problem with fat people, do you? She drank too much Pepsi, and that was it. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll do it. She's an icon, Bob. Uh, so that's you know, uh, I, gotcha. I, I judge her on that. Wow. Plus, I haven't met her. Maybe I I would treat her differently after meeting her. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Steve. You know, when when you're a little sick and on meds, you know things come out. <laughs> so that's why I listen to metal twenty four seven because those guys are like they're just beat up guys that are look like me. So. That's it. Let's party on. Just let it <laughs> party all come on. Party on, yeah. dude. Party on, car. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, how long have you been in the hobby? Uh, I've been at this for probably about eleven years. Okay. Um, you know, you, as far as the helicopter end of it, I used to do cars for years. I've always been addicted to anything RC, and then just kind of was time for a change. I picked up a mm-hmm. heli. And realized it was absolutely harder than it ever looked and thought, this is cool. I wanted to keep doing it and throwing my money into something and hmm. did just that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the Blade, uh, Blade SR. Blade SR. Yeah. Okay. The, the, uh, pitch. It, uh, no, 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 not the, it was the collective pitch one. Had like the blue boom. Everybody used to complain about the tail making all kinds of noises and Did, fly barred. Didn't it have a, uh, a motor tail? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Those things made all kinds of noises. It was, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, a pretty awful heli out of the box. Um, <laughs> but I kept at it and kept at it, and I was bound to determined. 
And then my and, kids decided to pick it up and make me look really bad. Everything I worked for about a month for, they did in, I don't know, about 30 minutes. Really? <laughs> Damn kids. Yep. Yeah, I know, pretty much. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say they had a success story with the Blade SR. <laughs> it was pretty much a terrible helicopter. It it was. I was I was bound and determined to get the thing right. Uh, there was a couple of us. We were lucky enough that at the time there's a a local gymnasium um, where they did regular gymnastics and stuff, and the owner was kind of into it. So we were able to go there on like Sunday mornings and all sort of collectively work on our hovering skills. Sure. So one guy was just throwing all kinds of money at it, which wasn't working, and I found a couple little tricks that made it fly not bad i mean mm-hmm. for just hovering and moving around but beyond that it pretty much just went onto the shelf and that's where it sat and sure. moves on to the next one cool do you fly just helis now or do you still do you fly anything else like uh i'll do planes, planes. yeah I do, do planes yeah i started planes? I did, okay yep i actually started with planes when i was probably 12 years old okay um and then started with the planes and then my addiction for speed and that went kind of crazy and then you hit that age of like 16 17 and you get cars and girls and that other stuff so mm-hmm. rc sort of left for a little while but yeah so I've, I've dabbled in pretty much everything rc with the exception of boats never never really got into that aspect of it mm-hmm. but everything now is pretty much just just helis that's about all i do i have enough of those to keep me busy with keeping my kids stuff going my stuff going and just having fun just going out, stress relief from crappy week of work, and go out, put a couple flights in, and just relax. Nice. So, what do you do for work, Bob? Uh, I actually work at a hobby shop. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. nice. So I'm lucky enough I get to go to work and play with toys, you know, for a living. So it actually it isn't too shabby. I've been doing that for, I guess, going on about eight years now. Oh, wow. what's the name of the hobby shop? Uh, it's Iron Horse Hobby House in Reading, PA. Cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's a good time. You know, we're able to I can go to work, have fun. We don't do a lot of helis. I mean, that, that whole as the industry has died down quite a bit everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're sort of a small mom-and-pop shop. We do a little bit of everything, cars, trains, models, rockets, you know, a little bit of everything there. So helis, we don't do as much as I'd like. Mm-hmm. But we have a couple, couple guys that are hardcore into it, and we can get all the, you know, a lot of the good stuff in. Nice. Yeah, it's That's fun. Cool. How long have you been working in a hobby shop? Uh, it's just about eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I did nice. the whole uh, medical supply stuff before that, and that, was, that wasn't that was happening. I did that for a long time, and we needed to get out of that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so what what got you interested uh, in the hobby in the first place? Like, was it just, you for know? The, you mean the flying part of it? Well, in or, general, I guess, because it kind of, I'm sure the car is kind of molded into, you know, I, more advanced stuff, just like the, planes and the helis and stuff. The car started just because I've always had a fascination when, I, when I'm a kid, as a lot do. I always, you just like to tear stuff apart and see what makes it tick. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, I used to just tear things apart and unfortunately probably not get them back together the way they should be. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just grew from there. I saw, I, I don't remember what the first one was. I think it was probably one of those small like little cars where you'd click you know it had a cord tethered to it you'd click it it would turn one direction and then it would go back and you click it it would do something else and that was about it wow and i just i was really young and just thought oh this is kind of neat 
And when I was about 11 years old, I bought a Tamiya Fox. Mm, nice. Cutting grass, saving money. I bought yep. that, and, and that was it. It was game over. I went, wow, you can buy something and, and beat the crap out of it and have some fun with it? This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and it just kind of my the RC addiction. I always joke and say, you know, we should have a group around here. You know, we all get together and stand around, and I can, you know, say, hi, my name is Bob, and <laughs> I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, here's a couple of people who have seen pictures of my basement. It's, I mean, it's literally, you know, it was no joke. I, I definitely... I worked a second job for a long time just to support my hobby. <laughs> nice. <Wow. Yeah>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> that way the wife wouldn't yell at me, you know, when I was spending money on stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah. a lot of people don't know this, Bob, but I made a lot of money early on when the internet was in its infancy, uh, treating people for internet addiction over the internet. That's <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So what what you're saying, Kevin, is we should hold our RC Anonymous group in the back of the hobby shop? Yeah. Yes. Or at a, yeah. or at a giant fun fly. Yeah, or at a giant like fun fly. Yeah. Great. And at, at the end of every completed meeting, you can get a 20% off coupon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. But I have to go, honey. I need help. Yes. <laughs> and new blades. And new blades <laughs> and 20% off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It all works out. You got to bring it all together. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, let's see. What kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? Uh, I'm probably more of just like a sport pilot. Um, very conservative. I don't, I don't take a lot of chances like I should to accelerate my, uh, my skills. Um, so I sort of tend to kind of hold back a little bit, but I'm, I'm having a blast doing it. So I never really worried too much. I never put that for me. I never put a lot of stock in, Oh, I got to learn this move. I got to learn that move. Mm-hmm. Usually I learned moves when I accidentally did the wrong thing and said, yep. Oh, that's how you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say just a lot of sport flying, you know, general flips, basic stuff. I like to come down, go inverted, cut some grass sometimes. Nice. That's about the way I get my adrenaline kick. Oh yeah. Well, that's it. You know, as long as you're having fun, man. And that's right. what I that's what I always said. You know, because I have a, a totally different style. Like my kids are totally different as far as they fly as hard as you can to the point where the machines want to blow up. And you know that just wasn't for me. And as long as I was out there at the end of the day, I had a smile on my face. Even if I just went and hovered all day tail in, if I was happy at the end of the day, it didn't bother me because I was doing what I wanted to do. And I was happy doing it, and, and it was good to go. Right. Absolutely. Oh, for sure, yeah. So are, are there any new maneuvers you're trying to – you're working on? Uh, <laughs> two that I'm trying to work on, and this sounds pretty bad, is as long as I've been at it, I actually still can't do TikToks very well. A buddy of mine that goes to the field with me always calls them tick drops. <laughs> so because I have a tendency to not go both ways far enough. Um Mm-hmm. That, that, that kind of sounds kind of bad, I guess. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the uh, I, I'll go front and I won't come back to give you know negative pitch enough, and I just tend to drop them down. And I know what I'm doing wrong. It's just I get that pucker factor, and yeah. I kind of freeze up. And for some reason, I hold my breath when I do them. No idea why. I've been trying to break myself of that, but I have no. Every time I go to do them, I hold my breath. No, I totally and, understand. That and mm-hmm. hurricanes I'm working on. Okay. So we're getting there. They look a little ugly, but they're they're okay. As long as nobody's around, 
you know, then I'll do them. If people are around, I get a little worried. Yeah, you yeah. Get, you get that little extra anxiety, so. Nope, for sure. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll get brave or on the flight line. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that helped me develop a uh, better TikToks is actually doing them sideways, like not ailerons, but like you know where the, the blade, the helicopter sideways on me. Yeah. Then I can see how far I'm going back one way or the other way. But then it messes me up because it starts to drift either away from me or close to me. And then, yeah, you know, you have to give a little input and that messes me up too. But um, once I kind of comfortably started doing that, it definitely helped, like, for me to learn to do the TikToks more in place um, without dropping out to do as much. It's, it still does. It's like after the third or fourth TikTok, it starts to kind of drop a little. You know, or I have to recover and tilt the heli back more and give it more collective and stuff. But um, yeah, I Just find I keep... can definitely I can definitely do them a lot better. Like if I have music playing, you know, timing like that, too. Yeah, yes, uh-huh. that's what I mean. Like that whole what is it a metronome mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's weird. At first, I thought it was just something in my head until I realized that if I'd have if I'd play music with certain songs, I actually can do better than if I don't uh-huh. have music playing. And it's I know it's like oh, kind of all in your head a little bit, but. It actually, it definitely makes a big difference for me on them. Oh, no, I could totally see that. I mean, that and also, like, because you're not, like, you're concentrating on flying, but you're also subconsciously listening to music, kind of, you know, help you not overthink things. And yeah, that, that is actually it right there. I always overthink everything. Yeah. I grab the sticks, and then I try to envision what I'm about to do, or I try to figure out what my fingers need to do, and I need to mm-hmm. not do that. No, just just, just, feel just it. let it happen. Yeah, yep. and just let it happen. And, and I'm this year is probably the best progress I've made is where I just don't. I don't want to say don't care as much, but I've learned to just relax a little bit mm-hmm. and just let it happen. And if I screw up, you know, I've learned. You know, I've learned how to recover it a little bit better and not worry about it quite as much. Yep. Yeah. You know, and if it if it crashes, it crashes. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all hate to do that, but you know, it happens. Oh, definitely. Of course, you know that's part of the hobby. Crashes oh, happen, yeah. whether we like it or not. So absolutely. Uh, so, what do you have in your fleet? Uh, well, um, for just mine, or do I include my kids in that? Because you know that that list could be a little bit long. Because again, going back to earlier, my name is Bob, and I have a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's start with yours first, and then if we have time for the show, we'll talk about well, kids. <laughs> let's see. I'm just trying to turn around and take a look here. If I go, if I go down the list here, I have a Thunder Tiger E700. I have two T-Rex 700s. I have a, a Blade uh, 600X. I have a Ooh, Goblin nice. 500. Um, I have a T-Rex 450 Pro DFC. I have a Goblin 420. Um, and uh, T Rex 550, and then a couple small like Blade 180, mm-hmm. you know, some of that sort of stuff. So enough to keep you busy. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. And uh, then when I, if I had the kids stuff in there, I throw a couple more 700s in there, and a couple mm-hmm. other 600s, and you know, the the bills get crazy. No, no definitely. Hence the working at a hobby shop helps. Mm, yeah. yeah. How old are your kids, Bob? Do you maintain their helicopters and do all the wrenching, or are they older? I do. Well, my oldest son, is he'll be 20, actually, in a couple of weeks, which I can't believe. Okay. Um, and my youngest son is uh, 15. So, And I've done, I've always done usually the, the wrenching on them, getting them ready to go. I just, you know, I'm sure. dad, so I just sure. sort of do that. Right. You know, 
my oldest, when we'd go to events, he'd kind of be a little more self-sufficient, take care of his own stuff. In some respects, I almost enjoy working on them, you know, getting them ready to go and tinkering with them as much as I do flying them. Right. Yeah. No. Cool. Yeah. I think that's almost a necessity to be a helicopter pilot because you're always working on them. If you don't like doing that, you know, then you have to be super loaded and let somebody else do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, I, I think it comes with really the good friends who want to work on them for you. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. or that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, I enjoy, Actually, I enjoy putting them together. I, I definitely enjoy, building them. I, yeah, I have, I really, really enjoy building helicopters. Now, Fixing crash ones, it's hit or miss. Some some of them like cool. Let's yeah. let's take this all apart, clean up the parts, see what's bad. Sometimes it's just like, Ugh, I gotta clean this thing. I gotta take this thing all apart. Um, you know, well, I think stuff. the last couple times, like I know I'm putting this oxy together now, and the last time I put an oxy together, where you know it's just when you don't have to look at that instruction manual and you can just go right through it. I, I kind of like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like. You know, it gets done quicker. It's in one piece quicker, and you're like, "All right, you know, I'm yep. getting it Next done." Next heli, yep. Yeah, I mean the oxies. I mean <laughs> those helis. I've we've rebuilt so many times, yeah, and that and all the goblins because they're all the same. They, I mean, besides like the comet and mini comets, like obviously those are different, but all the normal goblins, they're all pretty much the same as far as like where things go and how things are placed. That yeah. it's like second nature to just like, okay, take this apart, put it back together. You know, you you've done enough like. Builds on, like, say, the oxy on the head, replacing the bent spindles that bend when you breathe on them. Um, that, like, when you when I do it on my 700, it's same thing. It's like, you know, I don't have to look and know which way the bearings go in or anything. Like, you just know it from the experience. So, so it's cool. Do you sim? Uh, I do a little bit. Usually for about maybe 15 minutes at a shot. Mm-hmm. And I just can't, I don't know, I get bored with it. Um, yeah. It just doesn't. I've, I've tried setting it up and you know, make it as close to the same thing, but there's just something about it that just can't keep my attention, you know, like the real thing would do. You know, I definitely would rather be out, you know, flying something real and, and screwing up on that than than on the simulator. Right, yeah. right. I'm with you there. It just doesn't have that. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's that adrenaline. Maybe yeah. it's that pucker factor. Maybe whatever it is, it's just not there. Because I can, there's so much stuff I can do in the simulator, and I just go, wow, now why can't I do this in real life? And then I get out in real life and go, oh, now I remember why. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to give that AccuRC a try. i got to stop by Steve's one of these days and try that out, because I'm still on real flight. And real flight works great. And Oh, real flight's great, yeah. But I, the it's the adjusting the heli to, you know, where I'm comfortable at the point I'm at now, you know? Uh, yeah. That I, I just, I actually just fly it as it's set up and I don't change it. And that's very aggressive. Like usually right. the defaults are very aggressive. I mean, it, we're constantly changing. I'm constantly changing my setup, you know, as, as you go through the, actually through the season, you know, mm-hmm. do you change? Right. I mean, do you, do you find yourself, if you're flying one machine, like, do you change it often? Like not just on the simulator, but you know, will you be flying a certain heli and then just every so many flights say, oh, I want to change it. I don't like how it feels. It depends what i'm looking for uh i have definitely changed you know different banks and tried out different things and gone a little too far and cut things back and adjusted stuff it just seems to uh like i get to a point where i'm like you know the heli should be responding better when i do this and it's not and is is it my head speed or is it my you know my pitch or what is it Mm -hmm. or my rates yeah exactly 
So, yeah, I'll, I'll mess around with that kind of quite often. I, I wouldn't say every weekend, but definitely maybe, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a big change. Yeah. You know, or or, or uh, just play around with different things. I mean, what I've noticed with you, Kevin, is that you're like, you fly the Oxy, and you're like, all right. I, you know, like the speed is not an issue, like the roll rate and how fast it moves around. It's not an issue anymore. You got used to it. And then you fly your 690, and you're like, oh, this feels slow. I yeah, need to turn it, it this is. up. Yeah. Yeah. I just you know, I so, haven't done that yet. You know, so it's just, it, it's your, basically your, your brain's getting used to it, and you're like, I need to make them about the same. Like, you yeah. know, whether it doesn't matter the size, you know, even though the size matters, obviously, but you want to make the, the feel the same. So that way you're not relearning a new heli every time you put a battery pack in that and then go back to the oxy and whatnot. Yeah. When you do sim, Bob, what's what's your sim of choice? Uh, the only one I have, I have the Phoenix. Okay. I've, I've had it for years. It's kind of one of those, again, since I don't use it a whole lot, it, it yeah. works and seems to do the trick for me. Uh, I did actually a, a number of years ago. I don't even remember how long it was. Uh, the AccuRC when it first came out, mm-hmm. uh, we bought a copy of that. But the computer I had, it just was not running. It wasn't happy doing that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, sold that to a friend of mine who had a much better computer. But mm-hmm. uh, that, as you were saying earlier, you know that, that one always looked pretty good. I always wanted to kind of revisit. Now I got a different computer. I kind of wanted to revisit that one again. Yeah, and it's way better now. They yeah. they lowered the system requirements uh, a lot in one of the la- the one of the more recent updates. So mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's a lot easier to run. It, it works a whole lot better than it did a couple years yeah. ago. Definitely. It doesn't like the system is bad. Yep. yep, that's kind of all the stuff I was seeing too. So now that I guess I don't know if Real Flight's not being made anymore. They're not doing updates. I'm not not sure the official scoop on that, but. Yeah, I'm um, curious. Yeah, that, I, I honestly don't know. I just know, you know, Horizon, that whole thing with, what is it called, real time uh, runtime games uh, that made that, that's, you know, I don't know if that was a partnership came to an end, if they just stopped doing it, I, I don't know. Well, so be, well it was Hobbico, right? I mean. Yeah, Real uh, Flight is part of well, Hobbico. Real Flight is, but the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. The Phoenix. Oh, oh, Phoenix yeah, is, yeah. yeah, Phoenix, I Phoenix, think, is dead. Phoenix is <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. that one's definitely dead. Now, Real Flight, I think they're going to keep going, from what I understand, in that whole merger, you know, that happened. So I believe mm-hmm. that one's going to continue, as far I as mean, I know. Anyway, I think that's smart of uh, Horizon. And like, you yeah. know, if they look at the, the user market and say, okay, well, more people are using Real Flight, you know, right. yeah, right. Drop I think that's Phoenix. exactly what it is. Drop yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think there was some other issues there where Phoenix wasn't, you know, they weren't doing the updates. There was probably some other stuff in the, you know, in that end that they weren't happy with. Yeah, either. So yeah. The development just, just kind of halt. Yep, yep. And, and just going to real flight then is going to be a lot better for them. So yeah. we'll see. Either go to real flight or the AccuRC. Depends what a, what mood strikes me when. And <laughs> I say give AccuRC a try if, uh, you know, if you are looking on the market, it's uh I don't know. I, I actually like the way AccuRC is very, it seems very intuitive as far as setting up a helicopter. You know, if you set up a real one, you kind of have an idea of how to set up that same helicopter in a sim, so, which, I, which I like. I think it's a nice, um, biz, you know, not the developing model of it, how they, how they mm-hmm. thought that program out. So, so we, I know we spoke about your fleet, but what's your um, supporting equipment, I guess you could say? Like what radio, charger, what kind of batteries you fly? Oh, you know? well. What's right, your, is, this, is this going to start a whole thing? Am I going to get bashed if I say what radio I, I use? Or Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. 
I'm no, spe- you you can say I'm Spectrum. Using Spectrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, that's I'm, why. I'm a diehard Spectrum. I've used it for a long time, and it's done me good. Uh, I use the, the DX9. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good radio. It, Great radio. It performs awesome for me, and and I have you know zero complaints about it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's one of those you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, yeah. I had an opportunity. Actually, was lucky enough to. I've been lucky the past like two years through raffles. And actually won one of the V controls and really liked how that radio felt in my hands, but just didn't feel like going with the expense of having to convert all my fly barless systems and, and doing all that stuff. So I ended up making somebody one killer deal on that and selling that to them. Bob, didn't you um, win a 420? Oh, so, so that that was my next question on this shoot yeah. is Bob's <laughs> the luckiest person at a fun fly? No, no, no. This, this started... I've been going to a lot of fun flies for years. And I mean, it was, I couldn't win anything. And last year, uh, my wife went with me to um, Fredericksburg to the spring fling. Okay. And while we were sitting there, I get a call from Dennis Delisle saying that I won um, the, the uh, X five, the Gowie X five through the one CP group, you know, drawing or whatever they had. Yep. And I said, man, that is awesome. I was I was pumped because I had never won anything like that. I mean, I was smiling. I'm showing my wife these messages, and, and she's like, this is great. 20 minutes later, they're doing the <laughs> raffles for there, and I win a Goblin 420. <laughs> and I was I said to my wife, you've got to go with me to these fun flies more. Like, I was convinced <laughs> yeah. it, was her, it was her being there. And then the next fun fly we went to was HOD, and I won the Mikado V Control. Um. Wow. And I mean, I was, again, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I thought this was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that was where we were at for last year. And now this year, it kind of picked up where it left off. Uh, spring fling. I won the SAB, the Goblin 650 Black Nitro with the 700 mm-hmm. conversion kit um, as oh one of the raffles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then just a few weeks ago in Ohio, they had one of the drawings where they were giving away the uh, the KST. It was a full set of cyclic tail servos, the whole mm-hmm. whole deal there. So I won that as well. Nice. So yeah, I, yeah, I know uh, Ron Ricky always says he's going to rub my head for good luck before the raffles. But <laughs> so, which helicopter did you give your wife? She doesn't want to fly. <laughs> so yeah. she's a good luck charm. No, I know she she doesn't want to fly. <laughs> I've tried. She goes, you know, she'll go with me for the shorter events. You know, to support and just kind of hang out, you know, um, it's not her thing. So I appreciate, you know, that she actually goes with and supports when she does. Mm-hmm. She did her tour with us one year. So I don't, I don't think that'll happen again. That was too long for her. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, you know, she's real supportive in it. So works, works for me. That's, yeah, that's cool, man. Great. You know, the only reason I remember that you won the 420 is because I wanted to win that 420 that year, and I remember putting all my tickets yeah. in there, and I was like, oh, Bob won it. I, I, the funny part was I had I had put, I think I only put maybe one or two tickets in for the 420. Wow. Because I had put the majority of my tickets, they had one of those really sweet uh, charger cases, and mm-hmm. I wanted that in the worst sort of way, and I put almost every ticket I had in for that, and... So they were done with that, and I was ready to walk away. I said, oh, that's it. And all of a sudden, they called the number. My wife's holding the ticket, and she goes, here it is. I said, yeah, you're messing with me. <laughs> you know, but no. Yeah, and now that's actually become 
one of my favorite helis. That oh, 420. that's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that, that 420 is an amazing helicopter. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's so easy just to throw in the car, take it with you, yeah. bang out a couple flights, and, and it just flies. Oh, it's a goblin. They always fly great. Yep. Sure. Uh, so my next question is... I guess it's left for interpretation, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna. gonna be a little scared it, on this one. It's gonna be a one-word question, and it's it's rival. I wonder if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, we might not want to go there. <laughs> Come on. What are we talking about? Come on, you and your best nah, friend Shaggy. Come on. Oh, 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 okay, that's not what I was thinking. Oh yeah, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. You guys All have right, this like right, friendly right, right. rival rivalries. Yes. Yeah, yes. Shaggy, Shaggy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, I always joke. I've been saying for a while now, from going down to like Virginia and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when me and my family were there, we'd go out to eat, and I'd take him with us, and said he's kind of like my heli son. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's been times I needed parts and miraculously he showed up and he had the part I needed that I didn't think, you know, I'd be able to find anywhere. And, you know, he saved our butts to, to get us flying again. And he's just a great dude. So we sort of started that little before the spring fling this year, started a little <laughs> controversy through Facebook mm-hmm. of just basically crap talking on each other first, yeah. you know, for the drag racing thing. And lo and behold, we showed up just to race one eighties. Yeah, I know. That was great. Nice. It was, it was a won, lot of fun. Right? I did, yes. Yeah, I you won. Rep- I was representing for the old guys, absolutely. Hell yes. Yeah, that was that was actually a lot of fun. There was people that looked at us like, you know, they just thought we were being completely weird for doing what we did, and they were trying to figure out why we were laughing, having as much fun for doing something as stupid as we did. But it was just that. It was fun. You know, leading up to it, there was people that thought we seriously didn't like each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I got to the event, and he came over to us and, you know, we were talking and we're walking around and somebody came up and said, you know, what are you two, you know, basically hanging out together for? And it caught us off guard at first until we realized wow. they were actually following this thing on Facebook and they thought this was like a real thing. And we were just <laughs> laughing about it. So, no, that was actually kind of, that was a good time. That was a real good time. That's, that's, that's probably one of the best fun flies that there can be down there with those guys. Yeah. Spring Fling is, is it's got, it's like one of the, Best. I don't know. It's, it's so much fun. It is. So much shit goes down too, and it's so great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any other questions for Bob? Oh yeah. Uh, did you say what uh, fly barless system you like, Bob? I missed uh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about I radios. A, I have about an even mixture. Yeah, I guess we got hung up on the radios. I didn't even go on the other stuff, but I have an even mixture of Beast X and Icon. Um, nice. I nice. like them both. They, mm-hmm. they I kind of like the Icon. Just from setting up, you hook it on the computer and just bam, bam, bam. Yeah, it's you know right fast through. And easy. Oh, it's sure. so yeah. so easy to set up. And it's more precise, um, I feel like, when you're setting up. Yes, yeah, I agree, and and you can see everything that's going on. Um, so I really like them from that aspect. Um, Ooh, that's my are, favorite too. Yeah, and I you know I have them on you know a couple of the helis and no issues, and mm-hmm. happy to use them all the time. Nice. I didn't cool. do any of the any of the telemetry stuff though. I've never oh, upgraded I, any of the new stuff. I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah, get into yeah, any yeah. of that. Okay. I figured that's one one more thing to try to distract me while I'm flying. So <laughs> I, I mean, storage you know. stuff is cool. I just feel like if you have to add like a whole bunch of stuff and it gets complicated, it's like yeah. Just fly. You know? Yeah. 
for me, it's, you know, I'm making, I'm not making many adjustments. If I have to, I'm fine putting my computer to it. If I need to make yeah, it one sure. adjustment and then I'm off going, you know, doing my thing again, I have to make such extreme adjustments for me to be able to tell, you know, just because right. of my flying style, I'm, I'm not that good. I can't tell. Like some guys can just change from one blade to another and tell right away. Well, you know, extreme hovering doesn't really tell you all the differences, you know, with all the blades and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not for sure. Um, Oh, an eye charger and pulse batteries. If we want to get into the nice, nice. the rest uh, of that. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah. Oh, they're both, they're all great stuff, man. So Bob, what's your favorite plane to fly? Oh man. You know, spot. I, yeah, because I, really, I haven't really, the only plane I've actually flown lately is one of those, uh, the UMX Radians, the little gliders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those are cool. Uh, they're actually a ton of fun because you can be pretty windy and, and you can, a little one cell battery, you can stay up in the air for like 15, 20 minutes. Well, let me ask you this, Bob, instead of what's your favorite plane, what type of planes do you like? <laughs> do you like gliders, 3D, uh, Cubs? Like kind of what? What's your yeah. favorite type of plane? scale? Warbirds, scale. yeah, Warbirds, jets. Three like D, definitely not jets. My my pockets aren't that deep, um, but I would say more towards like the three D or speed plane. Mm-hmm. You know, something along those lines. One of my favorite all time planes that I had was the I think it was a Park Zone the Striker, mm-hmm. uh, the Flying Wing, and I, I mean that plane just went with me everywhere. It was the I forget the letter on the one I had. It was one that looked like a tiger striping and stuff on it. No rudders. Mm-hmm. I loved that plane. I flew that thing until it was, you know, in the ground and looking like packing peanuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So that going fast, inverted, you know, that was, I really like that kind of thing. Um, bank and yank and throw yeah, exactly, fast, yeah. bank and yank, yeah. Mild, That's mild 3D. Streamer. I had a carbon cub, you mm-hmm. know, um, or not a carbon cub, I, uh, an edge an okay. H540 yeah, yeah, yeah. from Horizon, that red, white, and blue one they had. And that was that was a lot of fun, you know, just doing some mild 3D. I like taking, you know, if I was in the mood to just cruise around, it would do it. If I wanted to set up fast rates and whip it around, I could do that, you know, right. just whatever I was in the mood for. Yeah. 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 I have an edge. They're, you can uh, sport fly and, you know, kind of do pattern type stuff and cruise around, or you can throw it around 3D. They're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good multi-purpose, mm-hmm, you know, sort mm-hmm. of plane, you know, and unfortunately I don't have that one anymore. You know, that one met its maker a little while ago. That's pretty much I'll fly them until they're done and then strip what I can from them and, you know, the rest yeah, will yeah. either end up in a garbage can or, you know, as uh, packing material. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's about it for planes. What about your favorite heli then? Uh, I mean, that's tough. Uh, it's... It's. I'd probably say it's a tie with my goblins, with my five hundred and my four twenty. Um, okay. Just your five hundred. Your five hundred. What version is that? Since there's uh, like four now or it's three. It's the original. The original goblin. The one. Nice. Yes. Yep. I had that one. OG. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know that's what? Funny. A lot of folks tell me that's that's still one of their favorites. Even the folks that sold them, they're like, oh, "I missed that one." That's like one of their favorites. I I absolutely love that heli. Um, it's funny cause we call it the Boblin <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and my, actually that was, that was credited to my wife as well. She named that, um, because I was the first one of my friends who we got a goblin a number of years ago mm-hmm. and everybody kept saying about Bob's goblin. 
And ah, instead okay. of that, then all of a sudden she just called it the Boblin and it stuck. So I had Mr. Joe Reyes make me up some some nice uh, decals for the side of it that said Boblin and the name stuck. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. Four twenty five hundreds. Good size right there. I'm actually thinking about buying a five hundred um, sport soon. They're nice. I would do it. I don't know. I'm crossed between a 500 and a 570 because I don't know. But I, I kind of don't want to go with 570. I don't know. I, just, I don't want a 6S 570. I want, if I do 570, I have to go 12. That's, that's, that, that's just it. You go the 500, 6S, they'll perform yeah. great. They'll do everything you want. You don't have to spend as much time charging. Throw mm. in the back of the car. I thought about doing a 420 um, because I, I definitely like the 420 over the 380s when I had both, I guess, when I upgraded mine. But, um, I just don't like the 420 because it's such an odd size. Like it's you can't get you know it's like blades, blades really, yeah, you know. And then like the 1800 6s packs I had were too small for it and never CG right, and it's like, eh, <laughs> you know. I mean, so how big blades can you run on the 500? Will it take 520s or just 500? I think like five and change, like 513 or 515. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's about all you can put on there. Okay, unless yeah, you do one of those like stretch kits or something. I don't even think anyone makes that anymore. Link links uh, doesn't. Well, I don't think. That's right. Yeah, links used to. I guess. Yeah, mm. they probably stopped doing that years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I just I throw five hundreds on it, and I don't experiment. It's it's again, it works great that way. So. Yeah. Well, mm. let me ask you, since you have both the four twenty and the five hundred, and so how's like? Uh, I mean, how's the disc loading? Like, do you notice like? That the 500 is a little bit floatier when you're hovering and popping it up, you know, like pitch pumping and feel like it's a little bit that's, floatier. You know, that's that's really tough there because they both the way I mean, I have them set up. They, they both feel very similar. Right. Um, right. I would definitely say, you know, the the 500 has got that little extra oomph when you want it, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, again, if you're trying something a little harder or, you you know, you goof up and you need to you know, stop it so it doesn't hit the ground as quick or, you know, that's how it usually ends up in my case. Yeah. Um, it has that extra power to do it. It has that extra, you know, authority. You know, it's got a little bit bigger set hanging on it for lack of mm-hmm. better terms. <laughs> sure, um, sure. But that's why I would say, you know, if you're looking at one versus the other, I, I really the 500 would be, I, w- I would go with a recommendation on that. Plus mm-hmm. you have a ton of blade options on that then too. I think yeah. over the 420. There you go. Endorsement from Bob. There you go. <laughs> do it dave yep. nice any other questions or should we move on to the next uh item here we can move on all right so let's do the top 10 shotgun round all right yeah all right so all right we got three of us on here With three too. of us now yeah yeah back to the thirds here uh who would like to go first or second or third i'll go second okay i guess i'll go first then and then, Andy, you'll go third? I'll go third. Okay. All right, Bob, these questions are for you. Because we've okay. had some some <laughs> guests, you know, be like, pitch it up. And then just be quiet. Oh, oh, you talking about me? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Bob, here we go. Top 10 shotgun round. Okay. Pinch or thumb? Uh, thumb. All right. Nitro or electric? Electric. Well, 550 size heli or 700? Ooh, 550. Nice. Uh, when was the last time you've flown a fly bar? Um, 
about three weeks ago. Oh, wow. Really? Little T Rex 250. Yeah, with a fly bar. Oh, the Dreaded 250. How did that go? <laughs> oh, it's great. It actually flies awesome. Wait, wait. Oh, do you have a geez. belted version? Because it's fly bar. You have to belt it, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I had to talk to one. It was horrible. <laughs> no, no. It actually it flies really good. I, I have a ball field near my house, so I can kind of take it over there and, mm-hmm. you know, scratch that itch if I need to. Nice. Nice. I, I, all right. Next question. Let's see here. Oh, is that me? <laughs> yes, Kevin. <laughs> Scale or 3D? Uh, 3D. Strap or strapless? Do you use a safety necklace? Uh, strapless. All right. Good man. Uh, cordless <laughs> or brushless servos? Uh, brushless. Okay. I got to have a strap. Sorry. Uh, fuselage style <laughs> or pot and boom? Um, so goblin-like or, you know, yeah. live? Let's see. Uh, can I say both? Because I have both. I don't know how to do that one. Sure. <laughs> I guess I'd have to, since I like my goblins more, we'll have to go with the there you go. fuselage style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you prefer a 6S setup or a 12S? 6S. Okay. And then the last one is Urcha or smaller events? Can we modify that? Are we talking Urchas of the past or are we talking big big (laughs) events? Just just big events, like anything Uh, that's more than, say, two, three hundred pilots, you know, to ones that are small. I'll still say Urcha. Yeah? Okay. Nice. Nice. I've been going there for a number of years. You know what? It's hard because. So, like, let's say this in retrospect. Urcha, any year, or like the last couple of years, Spring Fling? Spring Fling. That's the smaller events, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's for that's what I said, recent as the last year or so. It's definitely the Spring Fling is, has taken over. Spring Fling um, is a freaking you amazing know, event. When you yes. talk Urcha, like 13, 14 era, um, that was amazing. You know, and there was, what, like 11, 1200 pilots or whatever it was there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it was an incredible event, but the last last year you know it's it's just looking to be a lot different well you know bert had a good point on the bk podcast talking about urcha and what they've worked themselves up to and how with the orlando heli blowout how they stopped that now they kind of reset that and they could come back with something call it a little bit different and go back to the way it was more you know yes. freer and open like urcha he said i've never been to urcha so i don't know but uh he said you know urcha used to just have a noontime demo and that was it and now it's like the power hour and yeah they, they've kind of like bombarded you with stuff and made it more and and kyle stacy even says you know it's more like work when he goes there and i'm sure it's they that definitely the like over commercialized it yeah for sure yeah. And it took away from that that's why i was saying you know is it urcha of past or when right um they strive so hard to try to keep the spectators entertained mm-hmm. that they sort of lost sight of the pilots. Right. The true hobbyists you know? that are the yeah. ones because they're you know, be- in the hobby and supporting it. Right. I mean, you get that flight line, you know, when you get out there and all of a sudden, you know, they bring up some speed helis to the center stage. And then for the part of an hour, depending on what they do, there was times they'd shut down the whole flight line. Yeah. And yep. you know, that it did not make people very happy when they're there, they're paying to fly. They're there. They want to fly. And all of a sudden they just have to sit there and wait for someone else to go. You know what Bert was saying about the, the power hours and stuff. Like it's crazy. It just, 
it's it's interesting because you're like I I've never been to Urcha, so this is all hearsay for me. But it's like it makes sense that you know back when it was like okay noontime demo, so you take two three hours, you can see all the great pilots fly in one time slot. Yes. Now it's like a line and SAB and MSH and all these. You know, like it's when do you have time to fly yourself because you want to watch all these pilots? It's fly. all day. It's yeah. like from ten to five, basically. Right. It, it is. It goes exactly that. You know, and I, I actually feel bad for some of these guys because, you know, some of the field rep sponsor pilots, they're at the tent. They're they're there. They want to go around and and you know do more flying. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of I don't want to say trapped there, but they're sort of there, answering fielding questions for their brand. Yeah, you know, right. to help their mm-hmm. brand, and they're. You know, they go out, they have to fly from this time to this time, you know, center stage with the pressure on, but then the other time they're back under the tent. So it does, it ends up, they can't enjoy the event and it right. becomes a lot like work. Yeah. Um, I think this year it's going to change a little bit. I think the whole dynamic of Urch is going to change oh, yeah, a lot yeah. this year. A lot. Yep. Um, but I think it's going to be for the good. I think it's going to be a just a big fun fly. It's going to be a blast. I think it's going to be more Virginia-ish. Mm-hmm. You Excellent. Know? Yeah. So I'm I'm still looking forward to it. I've gone since 2012, haven't missed one, and you know that's my summer vacation. That's what I do. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's gonna be my first year. I'm really excited. I can't wait. You definitely you're gonna be there this year. Oh, plane tickets booked. It's, uh, it's in the plane works. ticket. I'm flying there because I have McTunes bring all my stuff for me. So uh, see you I, have, I'm gonna I gotta be. Your gear has a chauffeur. That's not. Yeah, true. I don't need. I don't need to do the fourteen-hour drive. Bold wuss. Yeah, I'm about. I'm about ten hours. Ten hours. Yeah, I think Rob yeah. said it takes about fourteen. But plus, he's gonna go pick up Riccio, and they're gonna pick up his camper. So it's gonna be like probably yeah, fourteen to sixteen hours. Yeah, and it's just you know, technically, realistically, I mean, there's no room for me in the car anyways because it's gonna be Riccio, his daughter, and then you know Devin and, and Rob and like with the rest of the truck full of stuff and you know, there's no room for me to actually be in there anyway. So you're a little guy. They can fit you in a corner. Nah, <laughs> but I'm a little guy that needs a lot of room to fit you in the size, bed of the truck. I guess a good size duffel bag. It can stuff you in there. You'll be good to go. <laughs> no, no, the trucks will be full. They got, uh, it's going to be, that's where they bring all the helicopters and the generators and all this stuff. It's going to be pretty crazy though. I can't wait. So let's now move to news and announcements. News and announcements. Are you guys um, familiar with Loctite for Life? Indeed. Ever heard of it? Yeah, Rick. Yeah, he's getting. Yeah. Are you Are you planning to go? Uh, I'm tentatively planning on going, but I have to see just because it's gonna be like pretty close to when Urch is over. It's basically right between where Urch yeah, is like and where two Rochester. weeks after. Yeah, yeah. and then mm-hmm. and then two weeks before Rochester is. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I'd like to go. Maybe I'll try to go for like a day, like a long day, you know? Right, right, and right. So yeah, I just, I just kind of wanted to mention it because mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of, um, it's lining up to be uh, a pretty great fun. event. Yeah, yeah. He's um, for people that don't know, uh, one of the RCHO guys, Rick uh, Stowers, mm-hmm. and his uh, fiance Ashley are getting married and doing a fun fly around their wedding, basically. Yes. Oh, jeez. And um, they come up with this idea and actually got uh, Loctite, the company, to sponsor it. (laughs) Yeah. So Loctite is is 
as doing a tour this year and I got this big uh, semi truck with all the demos and they're going to be giving out free products. Oh, that's awesome. And, and doing all kinds of stuff. So it's um, just look it up. Look up Loctite for Life on Facebook. All the RCHO guys will be there. Bunch of the, the hooligans from down in Wilmington. They're having it at the uh, Fredericksburg area RC field. So uh, same place that the spring fling is held. Yep, so I'm sure all the Virginia down. boys will be there. Mm-hmm. It's, it should be fun. No doubt. It's also on uh, RC flight deck too. Yep. Yes. To, yeah, to it's register. A, yeah. Go ahead and pre-register, make your plans, get out there. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, definitely. And they got some top sponsors and like, it's going to be good. And those boys know how to throw a party. So, Oh yeah. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> That's sure, probably one of the most awesome ideas I've ever heard. I know. I know it's right. It's awesome. Makes me and, jealous. I didn't think of that. And it's great. Like they, I, I believe Ashley also flies too. Like I, I believe they both. Yeah, she you know, Obviously, I know Rick does. Uh, but yeah, so that's awesome. I might be able to pick up some Loctite there to replace the tube that I used. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story behind that, but I won't go into it. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll talk about it offline. But <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a it's a pretty funny story. Anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It is. And that's so cool it got actual Loctite, you know, brand yeah. like that that company to sponsor the event, which is Yeah, he he said cool. he, they just kinda come up with this idea and uh so he called um Loctite or Hinkle Corp or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, yep, parent company. Yep. And he said he just kept calling them and kept sending them emails and just just kept bugging them till they're like, Yeah, okay, that sounds pretty cool. And once he finally got his foot in the door, then they just jumped on board full blast. And it's like, Yeah, we're gonna bring our truck and we're gonna do demos and give away products and just Dude. it just turned into a, 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 a big deal. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean if you think about it like us heli folks, oh you know, yeah. We go through a lot of lockdown. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and sure, I buy the Loctite brand, you know, with the actual, mm-hmm. you know, Loctite 248. Or, or I, you know, sometimes I go to AutoZone and get that Permatech stuff. But, you know, if they're showing us demos and stuff and, you know, then you support the brands you like. So that's awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Cool, man. Uh, let's see. What other news do we have? Do you want to talk about Compass? It's, yeah. It's already been talked about some, but. Uh, I know, but let's just kind of review it, it for. Yeah, let's yeah. review it for folks it's that just, might not know. A couple weeks old, but basically Compass is no more. Yep. They're, they're gone. This is all information's all coming from a Facebook post um, put out by um, Sebastian. Good luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Uh, Z A J O N Z. I don't know. But anyway, basically, yeah, yeah. he worked with, for this company. Um, now I can't remember it. MTTC. Anyway, the German company that was a European distributor for Compass. Is it like MTech or something like that? Or? Yeah, something like that. And this guy, Sebastian, he's he has actually designed the last three or four models that Compass have put out. He goes on to talk about that... Um, Compass had had a little trouble here and there, and they were moving into a new um, manufacturing facility and this and that. But for some reason, basically, the guy that owned uh, Compass, Luke uh, Leo, or Lau, 
decided uh, he was done with it, and he just scrapped everything, all their parts, all the uh, molds, and the tools and dies, everything they used at Compass, wow. he just scrapped. Didn't wow. tell anyone, didn't talk to the distributors, the dealers. They just got a call one day and said, nope, no more. Which is insane because you would think, like, yeah. you know, as a business person, if you want out, like, I'd be like, yeah, who wants to buy it? Yeah, who wants exactly. to buy all this crap? Get exactly. it off my hands. I want to make my, my, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I want to, I want to make my last bit of money on this product and then be out and be done with it. Yeah. You know? it, it's, it doesn't make sense. And yeah, there's, when you look at Hobbyco and, and how their business model was for shit the last couple of years that they were in business, they at least still, Worked the deal out, or I guess you know, Horizon came in and said, "Hey, sure, we'll, we'll buy." I mean, there was at least something to be made off of what. Yeah, they had. no, no, for sure, right. And so I know what you're saying. I just I can't believe as like you know as a a company owner or you know as a businessman that he was just like, "All right, we have all this crap. Let's just throw it away." Right, really? trash and walk away. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be something else to it. Yeah, there's you know there's few conspiracies floating around and ideas and you know so who knows? But basically, that's what I can gather from from this post. But Mister uh, Luca from mm-hmm. uh, Lynx and Oxy right. has stepped in and he is going to begin uh, manufacturing parts for the XO. And they're redesigning the Chronos, and so that's going to be in production. Interesting, um, crazy. That's I mean, think about the EXO alone. That unibody carbon mainframe. Right. That's got to be hard to like remake the molds. And, well, and that's you know? the that's the crappy part. If this stuff, if this is accurate, then he's going to have to reverse engineer just Everything. to build yeah. the frame for that thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's weird. But anyway, he stepped in, uh, the guy, uh, Sebastian and him together have redesigned a, an updated Chronos. Um, support for old models is no longer possible. Sales are too low and some parts will not reach the production level in three years. So we lean to limit ourselves to Chronos and XO 500. Yep. So that kind of stinks. If anybody's running the older compass models, I don't, Yeah. they're just, I don't know. You're screwed, wow. I guess. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it's unfortunate really it it's, is. It's a blade pro line. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, oh, exactly. Get what you can and you know. Yeah. You either stop flying it or you sell it and shelf it, you know. But it is being now distributed under a new brand, right? Yeah, it's gonna uh uh Rage R C mm-hmm. and um uh, they're gonna you're gonna be able to order these parts and kits and stuff direct from Oxy. If, yep. if or from Link Sally, I believe. Yeah, yep. from Link Sally. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm unsure if they're going to support the older Chronos, or I mean the current Chronos. It kind of sounds like that they're just going to um, offer current owners a way to update to the new Chronos. Yeah, I'm not sure if there'll be a discount or offer an upgrade kit or what. But uh, basically, you just have the Chronos and the Exo will be the only two supported. The new Chronos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Upgrading what what they have, especially right. With what what he's stepping into. You know? Well, yeah, and again, he said that there wasn't it wasn't fee- feasible to produce the parts that were going to get replaced in the redesign anyway because right. it would be such a small production. 
yeah um, everything's going to be replaced with a new updated part anyway so I, I assume they'll work out some kind of deal where you can update your current chronos maybe for minimal cost right right like you provide them a serial number and you're like okay we'll give it to you exactly as cheap as possible to get right. you still flying right. that model right so anyway that's anything else steve that i missed on that it's kind of a um, long confusing story yeah it's but. kind of a long read but um one thing this is a side note and this is just my opinion so don't take it for anything but that but i feel like uh i mean besides being a good move for luca um and you know supporting this heli brand that that no longer kind of has the support anymore is that you know i feel like Luca's been looking for a way to kind of get into the bigger heli market yeah. And slowly, you know, not like rushing into anything, but this is going to give him worlds of experience in the, you know, on, on a bigger heli, right? I think when he was, uh, before he started Lynx and, and Oxy, now don't quote me on this, but I believe that he was a team pilot for MSH. And, and then, you know, at the time, like, I think the Protoss was just a 500 size. Like, they didn't have the max, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so this is kind of get his hands on something bigger. And, and hopefully, you know, Maybe this will, maybe this compass or this will turn into the next Oxy five, six, seven, eight, whatever, you know? Yeah. Compass has always kind of been, um, sometimes difficult as far as their parts distribution and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so if you have an XO, um, or Kronos, it may take a little while to get, get up in production and going, but once they are in production, uh, your parts supply and of new kits uh, and parts will be much better because yes. ordering straight from links. I mean, you get straight from Vietnam in what just three days. days. Yeah, three days. Yep. Yeah. So that, it's he guaranteed has a, three days. Um, he has a really good um, distribution network and yes. support. Yes. So it it could be good in the long run. And not only that, if you ever notice, like, you know, at least Kevin and I probably noticed because we order so much <laughs> for for our oxys that. That like you know parts out of stock, it's not out of stock for long. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. they 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 know like soon as something goes out of stock or when it starts to get low in supplies, they're already you know replenishing that stock as soon as they can. So that's one thing I loved about um, the links, especially ordering directly from links, is that you know even if they don't have it that day, check like two three days later and it'll be back in stock and you can order it. Yeah, I can't ever remember a time where I've waited for parts maybe blades but like you say two days later i'm i check back and i mean and that's like at the height of the season right Um, right Mm -hmm. but dude yeah i've I've never waited they do a good job because i know some like compass has just always been bad for that i mean you might have to wait three months for a part to come back and stop it's just it's just been it's 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 always had problems i think with that yeah. in that respect i mean really great models that fly great and are like a tank but mm-hmm. if you can't get parts i mean yeah that sucks yep. yep so anyway cool all right so what else do we have here we got some news about uh radiant yeah i'm excited about this and i'm sure you guys are just going to fall asleep because you know no. radiant no, Kevin, <laughs> I don't Kevin, own a, Kevin loves the Radiant. I don't own a Radiant, and I've always said I wanted to get one. This is the one to get. Yeah, yes. Horizon mm-hmm. Hobby has released a new Radiant. It's a flight test themed. Yeah. And it has lots. Yeah, even has a flight test logo on it. It's freaking it awesome. A, yeah, it has the Gremlin on yep. the, the left wing and then just a flight test on the right. It yep. looks re- really cool. Um, and I'm excited about these lights. 
Yeah. It's uh, integrated high visibility LED lights feature 100 plus color sequence and timing combinations. Yes. They're sequential. Really? Yeah. So they're, they look like they're fully programmable, you know, for any color, any blinking sequence, uh, mm-hmm. just pretty much do whatever you want. So yeah. it should be pretty cool. It says it could be programmed to display a hundred plus different color sequences and timing combination utilized by the built-in controller. So this is going to be really cool for like, even like, like our event, right? Say Kevin, like, you know, we'll fly helicopters at night, but we only have like one light tower. So you only limited to like one space. Mm-hmm. You can fly these radians all in the air, you know, toss them up and just kind of glide for. Yeah, yeah, go, up, go up high above. Mm-hmm. So you're not interfering with anybody with a heli and just cruise around for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yep. Um, no glue required to assemble. So it's easy to take in, take apart and stuff for the car. Like, Everything about it sounds cool, except that it has safe and AS3X. <laughs> like that's the one thing I'm like, eee. yeah. Which you can do, you can bind it without the safe because it's safe select. Okay, I don't okay, know good. about the well, and I like AS3X on planes, except for gliders. Yeah, it just seems like it's too much. Like you want to know when you, that wing. Yeah, tips. you you want to see the you want to see it bump. You want to see yeah. it bump move or. Because that's how you read the air. I mean, it's yeah. So I don't know if you can possibly turn it off or use one of the programmers and somehow. Well, it does say that if you don't want to enable safe select features, just bind a re- receiver normally, and it'll function like a standard AS3X. I mean, I guess it still has the AS3X. Yeah, you still so. have. Yeah. See, I have one of the um, the micro the UMX radians mm-hmm. uh, that Bob was talking about. Yep. And I, I got I was able to get a programmer and put AS3X on a switch. Oh, so okay. You can turn yeah. it on and off. So if this has that capability, it'll be perfect because huh. you can you, you can use uh, and the and the safe select would be good for um, you know a beginner pilot because when yeah, you launch, yeah. uh, if you launch it and put it full throttle, if you're not careful, it's going to loop around and hit you in the back of the head. <laughs> it's uh, like those Chuck lighters <laughs> you see tons of YouTube videos. On. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it it could have its place. Yeah. But, it, it really needs to be able to be turned off if you want to do actual thermal uh, soaring and stuff. But, but anyway, I'm pretty excited about it. It's neat. I like the Radian. There See, I thought of, of doing something like that a while ago, getting one of those Radiants and, and putting some uh, lights on it. But I don't know. Uh, well, no, you, you don't, don't have to. I get, I get intense with the lights. Like, I want to make it. Like these lights are pretty intense, though. Blinding. I don't know. You have, I've, to, you I've have to see the video. Seen a few pictures. Yeah, I got to see the video. It sounds um, like a great see, idea, though. You actually see like the lights in sequential. It just looks cool. Nice. It's kind of like your your um uh, your not arrow. What the hell is it? The um the like FP, versa wing. Versa wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that where you you know how you could do like sequential, like goes from the nose and like the light span out to the outside. Yeah. You could do like that, but it goes like from the no, like the wings into the body, back to the tail, and then like spreads out. Like you could do all these weird sequences. It's really cool looking, and cool. this might actually be something I, I might want to pick up. And the price is cheap; it's only one hundred ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say the Bind and Fly Basic is one ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, and of course they have a um, a plug and play, and I forgot what it is. It's like one seventy or something. Oh, but, that uh, might even be better. Next shipment, late September. If you get the plug and play, you're not going to have the receiver to worry about with the safe or anything. Exactly. Oh, I'll just put a needle in there and be done with it. Oh boy. But I don't know what I don't know what you need for the uh, the lights. 
I'm sure it's just a, a channel. Yeah, channel. It's yeah, channel maybe two of them. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Comes with a six channel receiver, so they're using a couple channels for something. Well, it's only three for the plane, right? Exactly. Three channel. Yeah, so. Mm. Yeah, it actually says that um, full range five plus channel, so I think you can get away with a five channel if you, if you need to. The, the receivers are six. Oh, channels, yeah, yeah. They are six Right. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Sweet. All right. What else do we have? Uh, Urcha Jamboree. Yes. It's going to be different. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I listed a few of the bad things first. Um, no fireworks this year. A lot of people are really bummed out by this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the second one's even more bummed out. Yeah, and I've not confirmed, the, but rumor is there that the uh, Swarm guys from Wisconsin are not doing the party this year. Why they're not doing it, I don't know. And like I said, that's that's not confirmed, but that's what I've heard. Now, what is that, the Swarm party thing? It's like a group of guys, like a club or something. Yeah, it's the <laughs> su- let's see, Southern Wisconsin something, something, something. It's a good time. Do you yeah. know, Bob, the yes. Swarm yeah, that's why so, I was just laughing. Southern Wisconsin something. I don't, I don't know what it actually stands for, but all I can tell you is on Friday nights. Yeah, they go know, pretty hard on they, that. Oh, they uh, rum balls. That's where everybody knows yep. them from, the rum yep. balls. Um, they had lots of, over the years, they've had different foods, different everything, and it's basically everybody getting together, drinking, having fun, you know, and just going to town, loud music, campfire going. You know, this past year they had the light tower set up right there, so they were doing night flying at the light towers mm-hmm. while that was going on. It was it was a blast. Yeah, it, cool. It was really fun last year because they they had the two light towers and they drug drug them down in front of the the swarm tent, so you could drink, hang out, eat, and then watch people throw down under the lights at the same time. So nice. Unfortunately, I did see the same thing. Though. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I did see where the guys said they're not doing that this year though. Yeah, I think it's all financial based. Probably, I'm sure it's pretty expensive to do that. I'm sure yeah. they're changing around the uh, the pilot raffle. Yeah, they're they're going That's to be doing. Change. Yeah, um, I'm unsure on this one. It might be good. It might be bad. I don't know. Uh, uh, the pilot raffles they're going to uh, be giving stuff away um, during the demos. Um, all through the week, basically, um, you'll, you'll, when you get your pilot bag, when you register, you'll get most likely, they said, a, a probably about 10 tickets. And, um, when they have a demo, you'll, the first 10 minutes of the demo, you can put your ticket in the box for whatever they're raffling off during that particular demo. And they say they'll probably, you know, coincide like if, SAB's doing a demo. They'll probably give away a goblin or or whatever, uh-huh. uh, okay. o- oxy or you know whoever. They'll kind of coordinate the the raffle with whoever's doing a demo. Yeah, who's ever power hour it is. Exactly, right? exactly. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are pretty bummed out about that. Um, I mean, I hear mixed reviews. I hear some folks are yeah, like bummed reviews. out, but then some people are like, "Well, that's good," because then I don't have to sit there for five hours <laughs> going through all the raffles, you know? Yeah, you know, like true. they, could, they yeah. could just go for the ones that they want and not, you know, have to wait and sit uh, around. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's something different, so we'll only know by actually experiencing, and, and then we can make a judgment on it. Right. 
Um, What's this next Ro- one? I don't know this one. Okay, Texas Roadhouse mm-hmm. is providing a, a they call it a beer garden. Sure. Yeah. So on Friday and Saturday, uh, Texas Roadhouse is bringing a refrigerated trailer with kegs of beer on tap for sale. Ooh. And the hours are to be determined and will be posted. That's oh all, boy! That's all we know so far. <laughs> oh yeah, I like this idea. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I'm just thinking, like, how are they gonna? <sighs> They've already put warnings up all over saying for you know about drinking responsibly and how you're not oh, yeah. allowed to fly and right. Yeah, you're yeah, not allowed to some, drive either. And people some do people anyway. are concerned yeah. with that but yeah. it's not like there's not already beer in everyone's camper true, so that the, the one of the guys said we're they asked him how are you going to keep people from drinking and then flying and they said the same way we do with your your camper drinking and flying if you get caught doing that you lose your ama and you'll never be able to attend any events i mean it's a a violation we expect people to you know be adults and take care of themselves so yeah okay yeah. <laughs> i do like the idea because i like i like going to beer gardens especially when they have uh a variety of beers on tap it's it's nice mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't i mean i'm not a big beer drinker so it really doesn't affect me i don't really feel like buying ten dollar beers through the day so mm-hmm. but i'm sure it'll be fun i've yeah. tried different vodkas i mean that's the only way i can relate <laughs> vodka garden I've done a vodka garden, yeah, for sure. That could but, be fun. Uh, I can understand what you're saying, though, Steve. It's um, it's cool to try out different things. Yeah, and I mean, you know, this going to be, it's, it's, you know, we, we've well, all and, been there, I mean, for the most part. I mean, I've drank at Fun Flies, and it's well, like, and, as soon as I start drinking, even if Shaggy's, like, calling me names, I'm like, no, nah, dude, I drank. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not I mean, That's all. Everyone, uh, everyone has a cold drink of the evening. When you quit flying, I mean, it, yeah. everybody at Urch is already, well, not everybody, but a yeah. lot of people are yeah. already have access to alcohol. So it's yeah. not really that much different. No, no. Um, this Texas Roadhouse is going to make a lot of money off that. Hopefully they bring some food with that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say they well, should bring steaks, yeah, man. Yeah, or like, yeah, like, yeah. Well, they'll be providing pickles. The, uh, the pilot dinner on Saturday. Oh, Ooh, wow. that's there you good. Go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, usually someone different. It was out back a couple years ago, and I uh-huh. forgot who did it last year. I'm, I'm a big fan of Texas Roadhouse. But it's always place. somebody like that, and it, it'll be okay. a steak and a potato, and a, it'll be a good dinner. You yeah, should, their um, rolls are good, and their apple apple butter is really good, too. Mm. Nice. Sweet. Um, uh, while we're talking about this, so they're changing around the the a little bit the layout and the center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to put the food vendors and if you guys have never been there, I guess it doesn't really make sense either way. But Bob will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Instead of spreading all the food vendors out all along the flight line, vendors like uh, Only Fine Helis or Heli Direct, they're going to put all that in uh, behind center stage. Uh, and kind of create what they call a mall effect. So you'll have your food vendors together, and then you'll have uh, your oh, heli man. vendors together. So like uh, only fine helis and heli direct, I think, are the only two main hobby shops that'll be there. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to get your do your shopping and do your eating and sit down and watch the demos at center stage. It's kind of what they're uh, going for. Oh boy. 
Great American strip malls. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I guess this is going to work out because like you guys talked about, um, Bert was, was saying they're going to kind of tone back the sailing out of the tent and just mm-hmm. do more hanging out and flying. And, yep. you know, if you need something, you know, Shannon's going to have it. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it doesn't make sense for every company to be trying to sell everything when you have vendors selling their products already. Right, right. Yeah. So, it makes sense. I understand it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that'll let some of the uh, the team guys be able to not have to man the tent all day long, you know, get out, hang out, fly and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Now, I'm curious because, you know, when you talk about talking about Bert, um, you know, he's SAB USA. But does that mean SAB, you know, from Italy is not going to have a tent? You know, like I'm curious. Well, I'm sure they'll have it. Well, see, like. Um, SAB's never, correct me if I'm wrong, Bob, but like the SAB tent shows off helicopters and product, but they're, they're not a really store. go yeah. there to buy one. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They so, would have all their product. Now, as far as I was told, I don't even know if they're going to have their tent set up though. Oh, really? Well, I know yeah. SAB USA is not. Right. And I, I, I was actually told SAB may not be there either. Oh, really? wow. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just assumed they would still have the, you know, the SAB tent and stuff. They just wouldn't be like in years past. Bert would have his BK Designs tent, and mm-hmm. he would be, be selling store, right? yeah. yeah, you could go yeah. buy blades, buy servos, mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. But that meant someone, you know, usually him or Susie or someone had to be there yeah, all day either. long. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to sell stuff. So, but I, I hadn't heard about SAB not even having a tent. Period. That's yeah, that one. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen that one confirmed or anything on it yet. But that's that's what I was told by a fairly decent source. Okay. Um, and you know, I, I guess this was a couple of weeks ago yet too. So maybe you know things can always change. Maybe up to last minute. Yeah, uh, sure. I think it'd be good for him to be there. You know, and show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Stuff. I would they love to see that cracking. They, you know, they put they do some beautiful displays. I mean, oh yeah, you know the way Especially they do that stand, the way they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those stands are awesome. Yeah, I was going to say they always have the best display because with those stands, you can walk yeah. all the way around the model and yeah. look at it very well. And uh, and they usually have some comfy seating off to the side somewhere too. So, mm-hmm. um, the they're going to have the light towers again this year. Yeah, uh, I think that's been confirmed. So that'll be good for the night flying. Here's a contest for you, Steve. Uh, no, not for me. Urcha for me. Man. It's yeah, that's more for Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Old school old man old old <laughs> I can't even say it right, but uh old man metal with the I pump iron from Arnold. <laughs> as long as it's Iron Man two, we're good. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I read too. Yeah, okay. yeah. Have you looked at it, Steve or Kevin? Yeah, yeah, I have. Run, bike, and throw. Yep. So that's the <laughs> Iron Man challenge at Urcha. Yeah. Finally, yeah, he says, finally an event showcasing the athleticism of RC helicopter pilots. Do they know the demographic? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Run, yeah. bike, and throw? Yeah. yeah. So run with your helicopter. <laughs> yeah, you got, here, here you go. I'll do the rundown. You got the Atlas run. Pilots will race for 50 yards carrying their personal helicopter over their heads with both hands. Helicopter must be at least a 500 size. If you fall, you're out of the race. Throw the rotor discus. Pods will throw a helicopter, and it'll be provided, in the traditional discus style. 
distance is king in the rotor discus. Bike, and this is the one that I can't figure out. Pilots will race backwards on a pretty bicycle provided through a course designed to test your backwards driving skills. Yeah. So I have a feeling you're going to have like some <laughs> old school cheesy like banana seat bicycle with like. How a, do you ride it backwards? I can't. You have a fixed bicycle. gear. Yeah. You have a fixed gear so that way you can pedal backwards. And then you basically probably sit facing the back of the bike with your hands behind your arm, um, behind your back, steering the bike backwards. I might could ride a tricycle backwards, but no way could I ride a bicycle backwards. I'm gonna, I, it's going to be hilarious because I'm going to get really drunk and see a lot of folks <laughs> fall down on their ass. Dude, I think the beer garden sounded a lot better <laughs> at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, geez. What do, you, what do you think they do if they do an athletic contest and I show up? Oh, they're just going to, you you and Frank, man, just, you're just going to take it all. You're going to oh, win it all. you know what? That right there, they need to do tag team. Me and Frank. <laughs> we would we would take it. Take it, to for sure. Yeah. yeah. Poor, anyway, poor, it, poor it, should, it should be good entertainment, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Going to have the auto limbo contest again this year. They'll set up a ribbon. You do an auto rotation under the ribbon, and then you'll be land in a circle. And you get more points depending on which direction you go and how close you get to the center of the circle. It's it's pretty interesting. Mitch Morosa won it last year by doing. Did you see Bob when he did? He, yeah, that was amazing. He went in. He went inverted and landed. You know, great. And then it was a tie between him and somebody else. And he said, "So what are you going to do?" And he said, "I don't know. I guess Piro." They're like, "No, no, no." So he comes down <laughs> inverted, and about 10 feet before he goes under the uh, ribbon, he starts pirouing. So he pirouhes under the ribbon and then flips it over and lands in the center of the circle. Wow. While he's autoing. No yeah, auto yeah. motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Jaws just dropped. Everybody said, oh, okay. Man. It was like drop the mic, game over. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> wow. Because, I mean, everybody, I mean, of what, like 10 pilots probably – Six, seven of them crashed. I mean, it, it it was pretty difficult to do. So, yeah, I mean, at the end, they, there wasn't a lot of room. There was no much room for error. No, right. no, no. Right. Um, the Urchis got talent. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing it again, and um, I think you still got time to submit a video. Uh, anybody out there that's a non-sponsored pilot can submit a video on Facebook, and they will select fifteen pilots chosen to fly on Thursday. And then that will be narrowed down to five pilots that will fly before the Battle of the Brands contest on Saturday. And the flights must be choreographed to music. Nice. So this is pretty neat. Gets some uh, young guys or or people maybe that's not really that well known. Um, Gives them a chance to fly center stage uh, in a contest in front of everyone at Urcha. So um, I know last year... Personally, know two or three guys that picked up sponsorships oh, after yeah? being in the contest. Yeah. Wow! So nice. that's pretty cool. Uh, and then the Battle of the Brands will be Saturday, and that'll be the big contest with all your pi- all your top pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what kind of replaced the one competition they had a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to miss that. And then, of course, the Night Fly Championship will be Saturday at dark. Awesome. Now, I don't know if you're right. You, you did, and I apologize if I'm 
coming in too soon here on it, but there's one one thing you missed about what's not happening at Urch again this year. Or okay, who's not going to be that? there. Uh, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. totally forgot that. Uh, Sorry. Nick, yeah. Nick oh, Johnson, yeah, yeah. commentator, mm-hmm. will not be attending this year. And that's yeah. a bummer. Man, unfortunately. He, he's amazing at keeping everything going. Yeah. And just keeping everybody involved and, you know, keeping them laughing, keeping them having a good time. You know, he's definitely the commentator for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not an easy job. I mean, you think, oh, you just sit around and talk on the mic. But he's out there from daylight till dark almost and the hot sun. And you got to have something to say. So he does a good job. And like he's like Bob says, keep things moving and, you know, make comments to the pilots and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, get the crowd so, hyped yeah, up and, you know, it, looking at the pilots flying instead of zoning out and doing other things. Yeah, yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. So it's kind of a bummer he's not going to be here this yeah. year. Do we know who's going to be um, – Doing the I, I haven't heard anything yet. No, okay. I haven't either. I haven't seen. I, I they're they're relatively quiet on a couple of those subjects as far as what's going yeah. on here yet. I think they're <laughs> still trying to figure some stuff out too. So yeah, I feel like they might be sweating right now. Like, oh man, we got less well, than butts. We need to figure this out. Or they might. I, I don't know. Maybe they won't have one commentator. Um, sure. You know, maybe since they're doing the power hours, you know, maybe when a line goes up, maybe they'll have, you know, Gail line out there doing his thing, or maybe they'll have, you know, whoever, sure. you know, from each company doing their power hour, you know, cause then they know the product, any questions, anything like that. Uh, that's sure. my guess. I that, wrong. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably what'll happen. Nice. Anyway, I guess that about wraps it up for news and announcements. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let's move to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for you, Steve? I I gotta get out there and fly. I need to get fly. out there. I know. I'm I'm almost thinking about taking a day to go flying. But oh my god! I know you'd love to hear <laughs> that. I'm done with this. You suck. <laughs> you know, it's just I don't know. I, so this this Saturday, I, I mean, this weekend, I probably won't be able to go flying. I got my friend's birthday on Saturday. Maybe on Sunday. Um, yeah, the only time I'm going to get a chance to get out is Sunday because Saturday I got a massive amount of stuff I want to get done mm-hmm. while the wife's out of town. So maybe maybe if you want to meet up for a couple hours on Sunday, maybe I'll, I'll come out, you know, with a couple of batteries charging. Yeah, and, we can by you or something. Meet up. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, meet up Sunday because, Steve, I want you to be there while Kevin does his thing. Yeah. Well, I have written Fly My Mikey's RC Plane. <laughs> Steve should always be there to witness that when you fly that plane because mm. he hates it. Mm. What plane do I have that I can sacrifice? Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> fly tandem with. I mean, um, yeah, I got an idea. I'm going to make a giant, like 150% one. No, you're not. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're going to get some, then we're gonna get some paintballs and we're going to shoot at it. No, make a 100% one and put Steve's picture all over it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I still shoot out of the air. <laughs> you yeah. want my picture on it? I don't care. Uh, let me think. Uh, I got some BB guns. We could shoot at it with BB guns. I was about to say, I was going to shoot BBs at it, but it was going to be more of a 12-gauge shotgun. But I don't know if that would be. <laughs> I think I could take it. I think, I think, I, I think I'd get in trouble. Oh, well, 12-inch shotgun, yeah. But a double buck, you know, slug? <laughs> I'd no. love to shoot that. Can't do <laughs> that. No slug? No, no. Take it out in one shot. Yeah, that'd be great though. <laughs> it's That's just, all right. It's Dollar Tree foam. I'll make another one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> there you go. 
Soon they're gonna be like two hundred percent, two hundred fifty percent. It's gonna be something. I'm just gonna fly in on one. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> really slow. Take you about four days. <laughs> Go from your house to the field. <laughs> yeah. That's all uh, I had planned to do was do a little flying somewhere. Yeah. Things yeah. are things are gonna be intense this week. Just because uh, I got I want I got a bunch of stuff I want to do. Yep. Yeah. So what are you gonna be up to, Andy? I got to do some wrenching. I still have to finish my uh five five six i've been dragging my feet but i gotta get that done and get the engine broke in before urcha Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i've just got to start ramping up getting all my stuff fixed and checked out uh you know check my generator my golf cart get all the all the models uh back together i got a couple that are crashed right now so just getting ready for urcha it's nice two weeks away less than two weeks what about you bob uh, about the same Urcha mode, getting everything ready to go, making my list and checking it twice, making sure I don't forget yep. anything. Yep, I hear you. Awesome. So now, do you guys uh, subscribe to the belief where you're not going to fly anything like the week before Urcha or the weekend before or any anything you want to bring, just so you don't smash it? And I know that was a big thing on RCHN. They always talked about that. Yeah, I'm already thinking slow. Uh, yeah, I'm already slowed down. I'm like, <laughs> nah, I don't want to. I've already got two or three things to work on. I don't need to crash anything else. That's I cool. used, I used to do that. I used to not want to fly anything, go, everything was all good. Now I'll just fly stuff. I'm plan- not planning on taking with me. So if I wreck it, I could just sit it on the shelf and not have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. So time to wrap it up. It's time to uh, wrap it up, wrap it up. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. What's interesting. We are at 789 Facebook likes. Okay. That's one less than last week. <laughs> okay. I think, I think our drunken stupor has, uh, has made someone. <laughs> someone disliked. Dislike us. Unlike us. Yeah. Speaking of that, I remember something I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to get out my discus launch glider and take a video for you, Steve, of me prancing around in a circle while I throw it. Aww. <laughs> you do that for me yeah <laughs> you said you want to see somebody throw one and prance in a circle well, that's funny that. that's funny when i see people do that <laughs> i mean i I'm, I'm sure it it's hard as hell because i don't think i'd be able to swing around like that but it's just it's interesting okay it's cool. not super hard but if you're not careful you'll just be having fun you'll throw it you know, 20, 30 times, uh-huh. and the next day your damn arm will hurt like hell. Oh, I, oh, bet. I bet. I bet your arm, your shoulder, yeah, your back. Yeah, you're using yeah. muscles you don't normally use. Right. So, yeah, I've been down that road a time or two. But nice. it is a lot of fun. Nice. All right. So, yeah, no new Facebook like. Oh, what was that? It was gunfire. Ah, that was my chair squeaking. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Facebook comments. I got a comment. Uh, from our buddy Darren Wines. Is it Wines? No. Weens. What is it? Weens? Sorry, Darren. He posted something about a uh, Mission Wings RC helicopter fun fly uh, coming up pretty soon. So I did some Googling and uh, found out that it's going to be July 29th at the um, Mission Wings Model Flying Club. And that's in, uh, oh, geez, he's just got coordinates. I don't know where this is. Somewhere One up in It's north. somewhere up in yeah, Canada. Northwest. Canada, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's at 10279 Farms Road, Mission 
British Columbia. Just wanted to put that out there. Uh, I don't know if Darren even knows if we were going to do that, but I uh, just wanted to mm-hmm. put that out because I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? We have a couple comments from our last podcast release. Oh, I can't wait to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> so William Anthony, a.k.a. Bill Ann, a.k.a. Test Pilot, says, yeah, what's this may or may not stuff, LOL? Yeah. I don't know. I think we're talking about may or may not have some adult beverages. Well, yeah, that's all. That's that's been confirmed. We just <laughs> did. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ryder said, "Kevin, Sunday morning." Quote: Hey, are we going to record a podcast? LOL. <laughs> did you say that too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was joking around. Sure, sure, of course. <laughs> wink, uh, wink. <laughs> Wesley Pennypacker says, you know, it's good podcast when you got to pull in an eight-year-old girl from the bench to keep you guys in line. <laughs> Next thing, I'll, I'll be sure to come after dinner and maybe bring a sleeping bag. Kevin, the only Devin I remember was in Playboy. I don't know what that is. is that a- yeah, because I said, because um, you said something on uh, Facebook likes and it was um, uh, Devin uh, Vasquez or something. And I said, Devin the Vasquez? And I said, only... Only Wesley is going to get that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. There and you he go. got it. I knew and he then, would get it. And then you said, I knew you would get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ed Joss says, great time at the fun fly. Nice having Andy Ross on the show. His voice helps balance the, out the two New Jersey accents. <laughs> nice. I have a New Jersey accent. Yeah, I ain't got no accent. I ain't got no accent either. I don't know where I ain't got, got no, no accent. accent. Let's go get a slice. We'll get a slice. We say in Jersey. Uh yeah, it was good to see Ed. We we only said that we mentioned that we saw him last podcast, but man, it was good to see him and uh, I got to hang out with him for a little bit. See, what was, yep. everybody's wondering what's going on with the podcast, and just uh, Walt's, uh, yeah. Walt's been extremely busy. busy, man. Yeah, and uh, I mean, good for him. Hopefully, you know? we'll get back together. Yeah, that's good that he's busy. That means his business is doing good. So, and I, I did see a post that he was uh, hiring uh, a, another HVAC. Right, right. So we talked that, about that. Yeah, so that's yeah. nothing good, right? Yeah, and Ed was, you know, like, I don't want to do anything else until we see what happens with the hooligans, you know. Not that anything's going to happen, but, you know, we hope they continue on. But uh, we were talking to Ed, mm-hmm. you know, just he just might. to see how he was doing and all that. Yeah, yeah. I had to bust his chops say, come on, you guys got to release another episode, man. A lot of people yeah. are waiting. <laughs> A lot of people yeah. think so. Yeah, may- maybe when, uh, I imagine right now is this busy time, so oh, yeah. maybe in another month or two when the weather's not so damn hot mm-hmm. he'll probably have more time to get one recorded yeah yep for sure cool uh let's see website comments i don't know what do we have for website comments website comments wait a minute uh we got one from our buddy guillaume guillaume now i read that and i saw guillaume merlot uh yeah i don't understand i gotta ask him next time i see him i'm gonna be like dude what is up with I don't. I don't know if it's just the French or other languages do it, but Guillaume is two syllables. He's got like thirteen letters to that name. Yeah, I don't know how like that one, two, three, four, five vowels. How does that whittle down to <laughs> two syllables? I don't know. But but did, did you see his signature though? His signature. Yeah. So it says Guillaume, and then in parentheses G I dot J O M, like Guillaume. Guillaume. Yeah. <laughs> Help you kind of phonetically say it. AKA Colpax. <laughs> that's how I remember it, Guillaume. But now, how do we pronounce his last name now? I don't know. Mariol? 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 I don't know. Mar- okay. Maru? 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 Anyway, he writes, <laughs> Hi, Steve and Kevin. 
it was awesome to see you guys last week. Terrific event. He looks come forward to coming back next year. Uh, thank you. And he listened to the podcast, and we cracked him up trying to say <laughs> his name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a mention at the beginning of the show about a 516 canopy replacement and cheaper alternative, and he recommends the HeliLids uh, mm-hmm. website. So it's HeliLids.com if you guys are looking for... I mean, it's cheaper, but not by much. You you're talking about uh it's seventy bucks, sixty nine ninety five instead of ninety bucks, so you know, you're you're saving twenty bucks. Yeah. And and what I like is they have um you know, obviously these these look like the, the Fusano canopies. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Fusano. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, they have some good colors though, like the you know, the color combinations I like. So I have you know, I like their their designs and stuff, so it's real nice. Yeah, multiple colors to match your complexion. So pick out your choice. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and that was all I saw from a website comments. Okay. All right. What do we have for People of Podbean? Oh, People of Podbean, and the scramble begins. I have, don't even have that up, so bear with me as I put in Podbean people okay so then let me go with the comments of podbean first while you look that up uh i i I got it already oh you got it okay yeah there's a whole schload dude yeah Yeah, look at this like like there's a lot yeah um i don't even know where where we left off but there's a lot so alan matuser robinson started following us and uh News of Milabasi started following us. GMK29 <laughs> started following us. Uh, Ed Dissus. I, uh-huh. I don't remember him, but he liked episode 133, the third annual Freefall RC podcast Helifest. So did Jeep World 2002. Oh, thanks, uh, Ed Johnson and Kevin Barnett. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, Ed Discus. Know. It's Discus. He used to fly Discus. Oh, okay. Uh, BVGHJ, he liked, and Mike Welch. Derek Burn. And James Arner, both like all three of them liked uh, SAB with Burton Kyle, D Delisle eighty one, and Mike Welch, and Jared four four five four, and BVGHJ liked episode one thirty one. Shannon from Only Fine Hellies, BVGHJ liked episode one thirty two. HOD and and Free Fall RC Heli Fest. Nice. Uh, so that's it. So thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Uh, now for comments. Uh, four days ago, Jeep Pro 2002 says, Great Helifest. Can't wait for the free fall mow down or throw down. Man, the oh. drunk talk before bed, son. Uh, bed, wait. Son, early AM was <laughs> hilarious. Especially <laughs> Kevin telling us about being a pop soft metal bed and play strip club smiles club. Uh, bunch of emoji icons. <laughs> you don't remember that? Oh, you were all about the smiles too that night. I remember, yeah, because that's a great story. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a great <laughs> laugh before bed. Next time I will bring my AC unit and my heater for the nights. I swear I froze from 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. till the sun came up. Also got to thank my noisy pet boys generator for making it through another long weekend. Uh, huge thank you for all being so welcoming to a new guy. There's nothing like being around great guys and good conversations, seeing all the flying. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course, man. Dude. Um, and then uh, this was right after he posted that. He posted, yeah, Christy was thrown down, had the first crash on the three-blade special head sob. 
Uh, and he also took home the last scars from the last flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's all healing up good. Um, yeah, we didn't mention that at all. No. Uh, G Pro 2002 again, four days ago. So these are like, I think, I think what he's doing is as he's listening to it, he's throwing up comments to things that yeah. he's talking about. So he's like, "How the hell do you leave an iTunes review? Can't figure it out." <laughs> And then uh, last one, it says, Tell the Rotor Guys came through tonight. Finally, yeah, two podcasts to listen to. Well, replay this one again. It fucking rocked. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, Kev, I don't know how to leave an iTunes review either because it's a Mac product. Oh. Sorry, Mac users. Oh. <laughs> you act like Mac or Apple doesn't develop iTunes for... Um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I yeah, just put dude. the spaghetti in the boiling water. I you don't know, know how it's you know, made. I went, I went through some of the stuff today. I, was I like, have no I was idea. Like, I don't I was care. Like, you know, you know how bad I'm, it is I'm for just Microsoft. Hungry. This is this is Microsoft's <laughs> this is Microsoft's business model. It's like I, I don't want to read anyone else's hard drive <laughs> partition. Uh, uh, it has to be Fat Thirty Two or NTFS. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. But Mac's like, whatever. You need to read data off of that. Fuck it. Who cares? But I thought that's what the whole universal serial bus translator was for. What is this? <laughs> the USB bus? port. I thought that's what that was <laughs> all for. No. Yeah. No. Try the to flip-flop put, overdrive. No. Try try to put in a USB. The pre-sub inertia photomegatronic USB, oscillator. Try to take a USB that's partitioned anything but FAT or NTFS into, uh, like, if it's anything than that, into a Windows PC. It'd be like... Don't recognize it. You want to format the drive and lose all your data? Well, what else is there? I don't know. Linux? Yeah. Ubuntu? Yeah. <laughs> or you something like that? I don't even uh, know what those are. They're probably one of the best operating systems out there. All right. Well, it works on my Raspberry Pi. It does. <laughs> That's not even like uh, Linux, really. It's, it's BSD. But anyways. So iTunes reviews. There's nothing new on iTunes. I know. Kevin hasn't figured out how to do it yet. No. What? Not you, I, other Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Barnett has to figure out how to leave an iTunes review. That's why there's no new review. Well, we'll see one down the road, I'm sure. Sure, sure, yeah. Eh, I'm not holding my breath. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bob, you still yeah, there? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> All right. So if someone <laughs> wants to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Uh, you mean sort of like email and stuff? Or Oh, uh, yeah, I guess I so. Guess, uh, I mean... Easiest way is probably just look me up on Facebook. Uh, I apologize. I don't, you know, what is it? Just Facebook slash Bob Heaster? Yeah, yeah just look up Bob Heaster. Yeah, um, just look me up that way. That's the easiest you know? way to probably to find me. Yeah. Just type in luckiest man on earth. <laughs> when are we going right. to Vegas, Bob? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's what you guys got to do is go to Vegas. Go to Vegas, fun fly. Bob, have you ever played craps? I don't. No, I'm, I'm oh, usually we can not clean a, up I'm, then. I'm not a gambling man because I usually have horrible luck. Dude, we we walk up to the table and you say you've never played before and you, you'll kill it. Yeah, there I said it again. Seven Elevens, I'm game. <laughs> oh boy! All right, the sands. That's right out there by you. Uh, other ways you can is go go see Bob at a fun fly. He goes to you go to a yeah. decent amount of fun flies in the Northeast here, right? Or try to, yeah. yeah, yeah, try to, yeah. yeah, or Urcha, right? That's the next big yeah. one we're all going to be at. I will be there. We plan on having a good time. You know, yeah, just man. feel free to. To yell at me, throw something at me, whatever you need. Yeah. Well, I won't be there to throw anything. Sorry. Why are you not going to be there, Kevin? I'm going to um, miss you. Yeah, because I don't know a good divorce lawyer yet. Steve has the 
two ninety nine divorce setup, but I don't know. I, I can get you a couple numbers. <laughs> well, that and I love my wife too much. To do oh, that to her. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. 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 That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.show. Dot show. Say hi to Chris Reiber. Hi, Chris Reiber. <laughs> Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production. Other than flight test podcast, free forcey podcast sitting next to our friends, the FT community cast. Hey, Mike and Pat. Say hi to David, or we'll call him Hilda Flyer, but that's what he goes by in the forums. Yes. Hey, Dave, Hilda Flyer. I posted a picture on Facebook, a few pictures, because I wanted to make sure I took some pictures of that jet he made it for us. And yes, I need to fly it. Up it. There. And that you need thing to fly looks it so too. cool. Yeah. Let's do it this weekend if we, if we want to meet up at the local park here. And he has an article on the Facebook, you know, the Facebook, uh, Facebook, um, Flight on flighttest.com. And dude, it's really in depth detail on how to build that plane. So, uh, anybody wants to build it, uh, check out his article. Just yeah. search for Hilda Flyer, two L's, and, uh, you'll find it. I also got a, I got a message. I didn't read this about, but, um, Jason Mohoy messaged me on Facebook and, um, He's a heli pilot, but he was looking to start a vegan trend. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it says, uh, I think this, I mean, there's a typo here, but I believe he's saying, looking to start a vegan trend here, like you jokers on the east side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Um, and I told him, yeah, you know, here's some information about the setup and stuff that I like and some tips, like, you know, go with Metal Gear servos just because, you know, the being the control surfaces can touch the ground when you land. You know, sometimes they strip the servos out. So yeah, so that'd be cool. Dude, receiver ready, you can have that thing like built for like seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah, and then put a receiver in it, whatever you want. Yeah, like it's if, ridiculous mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, what size EDF does that use? Sixty eight or seventy millimeter. Hmm. Yeah, seventy is the you know might as well if you're gonna go sixty eight, might as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, you know he was asking five or you know or six blade or twelve blade. And truthfully, in my opinion, the the five six blade are they they feel like they have more thrust. Yeah. Um, but the twelve blades, the ten to twelve, like sometimes they're eleven, sometimes they're twelve, is um gives a nice like whoosh sound like that. It's an EDF mm-hmm. or the jet noise, which I like. Um, so, but either way, yep. they fly. So you know, and you and nine out of ten times, like you're gonna fly it fast, but you're also gonna just like sit there and just flip the throttle and just harry that thing because it just slows down so much and it gets that high alpha and just floats. It's, it's yeah, full elevator. Yeah, I might have to build one of those. Yeah, they're definitely. a lot of fun, man. They are. They are they're impressive because somebody that has never seen anything like that before, you can zip by real fast and then when you slow it down and stop it, it's yeah. very impressive, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you can literally land it straight down. Yeah. Because you just get that high alpha and into the wind, and it just kind of holds in place, and it just starts to slowly fall. And it's great. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, let's see here. RCHeliHangouts.com form under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner, free for RC podcast, sitting next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walt and Ed. Telerotor podcast. Mike, Mike, and Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike, and Rob. And Shaggy. And Mike and, and Mike. Scooby. <laughs> Scooby. And, and what's the other? Scooby. Fred. Fred. <laughs> and the mystery machine. Yeah. 
And the old guy that always says, what's this line? Damn you, kids. We would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for your meddling kids. Yeah, your meddling kids, yes. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Withers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, Full Pitch RC Heli Podcast. Javier, Jimmy Jones, and Scott. And ah. Scott. Yeah, we haven't heard uh, Javier recently, though. He's been in my for a little bit, huh? Yeah. In the last couple episodes. Yeah, so. I wonder what happened to him. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. busy, family, you know, life. <laughs> life yeah, outside the hobby in the you know? yep. yeah yep what's that <laughs> <laughs> i know my wife's asking me uh do you know what life outside the hobby is i'm like uh no. <laughs> did you say something <laughs> well that what? reminds me i'm gonna take a day off of work and go fly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy all right all right well thank you bob for taking the time to come on the show yeah thanks yeah, thank, bob thanks appreciate for having it. me appreciate it yeah it's man. great chatting with you yeah yeah Thanks to our listeners, VR Skies, and we'll see you next time. See you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you. All right. Cool. Bob, now that I know who you are, I, I, and I probably knew who you were that last time I saw you, I have to go up and say hi, man. I've probably seen you at a few of them. Testing one, two, three. A, B, C. Easiest one, two, three. Da, 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 da. One, two, three, baby, you and me, girl. I don't know how this microphone is still making noise when I took the screw out of it. Oh, crap. Sound like a, I'm going to sound like a uh, hillbilly. I need my tooth in. Going to that F1 race. It was, or not F1, F Formula E. But it's just being out in the sun all day and then going to, like, my cold car and driving for hours. Sounds uh. like somebody's sitting in front of a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, we hear some yeah. humming. Okay. I turn it off. All right. Yeah, it used to be bad. Like, I used to have a, what was it, a ceiling fan. I was like, what the hell is that noise? I'm like, oh, I guess I got to turn off the ceiling fan in my, my room. Bob, if it's going to kill wow. you, man, you can probably leave it on. I can just... Do no, a, no, no, I'm good. I just had a small because I'm downstairs and I just I had another fan back behind me and that was a little too loud. So I just turned this one on. I figured, oh, you'll never hear that one. But dang, guess the microphone picks up more than I thought it did. Yeah, Kevin got like you know crazy ears too. I was gonna say he's got that like super hearing. I'm yeah. the sound Nazi of the show. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, I'm like, he was holy like, shit. Just get to it. Shut up. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. What is he on? Okay. He's- oh, well, maybe the shit ran out that he was on. <laughs> yeah, maybe he yeah. was. Uh, what's that drug that like calms you down for like hyperactive kids? Whatever. <laughs> Adderall. Or, no, no, that's not it. What's a, what is that drug? Ritalin. Ritalin. I don't know. It's one of those yeah, drugs yeah. that just like. I'll slow down the crazy kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>